All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Delta Green tonight. Sorry, we were we were a little distracted telling Stephen what a real son of a bitch he is. Uh, but uh, <laughs> in the kindest true. way possible, it's true. It's true. All of it's true, uh, but in a good way. Uh, but uh, he's our son of a bitch. I, I don't know. Does that make sense? I, I have no know. defense. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, we're back. Uh, busy week. I think they're all going to be busy from here on out. It's pretty crazy. But we've had some a lot of fun games lately. We've got some Werewolf, got some Marvel. And now we are back to our, our one of our old standards, Delta Green. Uh, and then tomorrow, another one of our old standards in Wondering. So a lot of fun times ahead. We have a long way to go uh, with Delta Green. But we are nearing the end of this scenario. So the way Delta Green... The way we're I'm, I'm structuring the campaign is it's a series of scenarios, inter, some of them like linked, some of them more linked than others, you know. Uh, and so we're nearing the end. I don't think we're done tonight, um, but I do think maybe next session we could be done with Brooklyn. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, but then again, you know, if things go a certain way, they could it could be done tonight. Who knows? I could I could be made a liar like immediately. So, uh, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I already have two, three and a half. And a half-ish scenarios lined up. I'm ready to go. There's a fourth I'm considering, but I'm not sure yet. So we've got a long way to go. I'm sure we're going to meet some new agents along the way, as Luca is in the 20s, I believe, when it comes to sand. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's not a good sign. That's, uh, <laughs> that's not a good sign. I'm not even done with the second scenario. Uh, but I think, isn't Maggie pretty low? No, Lisa's low. Lisa's in her 40s. But Lisa went through some stuff. Okay. Right. Yeah, Maggie's Lisa's, sitting right in the middle. Like Lisa tried something. to kill a man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You went through some stuff. You went through some stuff. It's fair. So, uh, so it's possible you might we might might cycle a, an agent or two out. So, and still got my fingers crossed. We might be able to talk Derek into coming uh, if the, if our schedules align. Maybe, maybe, maybe when the time comes. Uh, but right now he is uh, he's having way more fun doing way better things. Uh, so. I'm going to do some intros so we can get started. Long. Yes, How's it going? I am Lexi <laughs> Inferno, my Asian name. <laughs> also known as Luca Dante in the regular world. But I'm an American Italian coming in with a low sand of 25. I've been seeing this bloated corpse all over the place. I think my sand's lower than my age. <laughs> That's one way to measure it. <laughs> You said American Italian, right? Yeah. So you American Italian. Born in America. We got the Mama Italian. Italian. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought that was Okay. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh okay. where I grew up, there was an Italian American club that would do like a festival yeah. thing every spring. So it was the other what, way around. There's an Italian. What did American the festival club. entail? And was it um was it, you know, insulting? People say Mamma Mia and stuff and red and no, white tablecloths. <laughs> Other than the fact that that's where the money came from, it was nothing in any way to distinguish it from a normal like county fair <laughs> type of yeah. thing with very sketch kind of little rides and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I remember my grandmother, uh, my Italian grandmother, uh, she, uh, she, she used before she... She, she didn't like certain things when it came to the way in which like certain Italian dress. She hated the Olive Garden, uh, which, which is how she referred <laughs> to it. The Olive Garden. Hated it with passion. Uh, hated Godfather. 
Uh, she she found it very insulting and uh, reductive. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of those things. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, and that was one of the things that she, like she and my dad used to argue about. My dad loved going with her. He used to make fun of her. Anyhow, I'm getting off <laughs> She was very sweet. She was, but you met her, yeah, in her later years uh, when she was sweet. Uh, I knew her when she was also younger and hit, hit you on the, on the knuckles with spoons and stuff like that whenever you went <laughs> in the kitchen and tried to steal a meatball or something like that. Oh, anyhow. Uh, Melissa, tell us about Maggie. Uh, yes, Maggie Eberly is her name in real life. She is a targeting officer with Khaki International. Um, her very um, skillfully uh, chosen uh, agent name is Josephine Aggie. Um, she has been paired for quite a bit of this uh, particular scenario with our uh, resident author. Um, I think we're getting a vibe going and, you know, kind of how we do our interrogations and whatnot. So I think that's a interesting dynamic um, evolving in this particular uh, round of uh, Delta Green. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, I still have not updated the overlay to include your, uh, your agent names. Cause I just don't want to, like, I just, <laughs> I still want to put them up there. I'm just—it's still like a nightmare. I'm still just—I'm in denial that those are the actual agent names, and maybe another set of drafts might come in at some point over time. We'll see how that goes. Freaking Inferno and Aggie. Oh my god, so ridiculous. All right, next up, we get to the bottom of it. We get to the professionals down here. We've got Declan G.W. Ellis. Uh, Stephen, tell us about Declan. Yeah, uh, the GW stands for Gordon Wood. Uh, he is a best-selling author. Used to be nonfiction, but just wrote his first fiction book, and he's doing a press tour on it. Uh, it's selling extremely well, topping the charts. Uh, it's on the charts. And uh, yeah, he's getting really into the investigation. It's hitting the vibe for him. He, he likes research, and uh, he's always had a little bit of an interest in the supernatural. So, you know, it, it's cro the Venn diagram is uh, closing in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've uh, I think it's people have noticed people have noticed that it's interesting how Declan couldn't be bothered to do anything in the prologue and to join or help. But in this that was risking chapter, his life. Eh, that was risking well, you, his life. I mean, he just went back to a potentially haunted, infested something mansion Friday night after actually causing a crime scene. I didn't actually not... think there was a monster in there. No, I never said there was. I never said there was. Uh, but he's dealing with the raccoon. It's just, uh, it's just Maggie. You guys went to the bar, so Maggie's, she put a couple gin and tonics back, so she's not feeling too great. Uh, <laughs> all right, next we have Lisa Young. Ashley, tell us about Lisa. Oh, God, wait, hang, hang on a second. What did I do? Are we talking about Italian food or something? What is going on? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, we've got a, a very uh, culinary discussion going on about Yeah, we're uh, all hungry now. Yeah, Eric knows. <laughs> Don't steal meatballs or you lose a knuckle. Seriously, like I, that, that was very true. Uh, go ahead, Ashley. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, I'm playing Lisa. She otherwise known as Agent Weaver, uh, formerly a Publix worker, uh, currently a FEMA program manager. And uh, she's not getting to investigate with everyone else as much as she's like. She's kind of getting getting wrecked by real life right now. She's got a kid. 
it's the anniversary or her mom's birthday was just passed. She died in uh, that big event that she met Luca and Declan during. And uh, yeah, and now her boyfriend has showed up on her girl's trip to celebrate her mom's birthday. Yikes. So we'll see how that goes. What? What a clingy. What a clingy jerk. The thing is, is like three of you decided to go back out and then poor Ashley's like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do the whole real life thing that Jeff wanted everyone to do. And everyone else was just like, nah, we're just going to go back. And <laughs> <laughs> like Ashley's doing the one we, thing. We, for, we get everyone so uh, interested in this something. Is, the this like, is my sleep? mission. Where does sleep? Yep. Melissa's okay. just ignoring her friend. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> Bestie. hardly... He could be dead right now for all she knows. Oh, Lisa's hardly been in the investigation. She's had to like get away from the family. It's yeah, so Luca needs for. your next character. Long needs to have a kid. So we're both we're both struggle busing. Ashley, <laughs> I greatly appreciate it because one of the things I said is that I wanted for this campaign for us because we didn't do it with impossible landscapes because of the nature of the campaign. It was much harder to do so. Uh, I really wanted to get you guys wrapped up. Get your Get your bonds wrapped. Actually start seeing some of that come into fruition. And Ashley's doing it. The rest of you, you guys suck at it. Like, I, I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, that's totally not true. That's totally not true. That's totally not true. All right. I give some credit for Michael King, okay? Based of just Agent King. God dang. Okay. It's better than Inferno. Yeah, poor Lisa can't catch a break. That's totally true. Agent Inferno is still like. You can't talk about Oh, that. my God. It's so goddamn it. It's so bad. It's good. It's like it's one of those things. Like this is hideous. This is like, this is like bargain bin DVD DVD in a drugstore. Like that kind of movie. Like Agent Inferno. That sounds fun. Let me get it. And like Steven Seagal's in it or something. Oh, it's terrible. Okay, so let's get started then. So. Uh, you all, uh, last time around, investigation into the former Garrison Mansion uh, continued. Garrison Mansion now turned into, uh, turned in, renovated for, for, for uh, what are those things called? Uh, for apartments and things like that. Uh, so it continued. I was on a Friday night, well into the evening, into the night. Lisa and Luca, we started off last session. You were already there. Lisa, you had heard something that vaguely sounded like your mom's voice calling to you. Maybe maybe you were hearing things, maybe you weren't, but you never quite found a source of that. You, you did speak with a dumpster diving hippie by the name of Doobie at one point, uh, who I imagine that as a, so great. a slender John Goodman with all sorts of uh, all sorts of hippie uh, hippie affectations. Uh, at some point, you all apparently triggered a silent alarm or some motion sensors or something like that, because when Maggie and Declan, who had been uh, looking at some of the sites of the missing children that were also involved in this investigation, uh, when they arrived, they saw Edward Bloomfeld, uh, the head of the, const- of the subcontracting company that was actually working in the renovations. Uh, you saw him arguing with police on the phone about security, about him having to drive all the way the hell back here. And why won't they come and actually check out the site and, you know, see what's going on. Uh, so presuming that then Luca and, uh, and Lisa were inside, you all decided brilliantly to try to draw Bloomfeld's attention away from them by setting off the alarm on his truck and then having Maggie race down the block and pretend to be the culprit who did this. 
And then while chasing her, Bloomfield was hit by a car. <laughs> Declan briefly <laughs> aided him uh, as a crowd kind of started to form a little bit. Response vehicles were eventually called. I think you even briefly spoke with his wife for like half a second on the phone. Oh, that's right, on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I called her and immediately handed the phone away. <laughs> immediately handed to another random person. It's so bad. Uh so using this as a distraction, Maggie, Lisa, Luca, you all eventually found your way inside. Not before Maggie talked to the same doobie guy again. Uh, Lisa, you ne- again, you never found the source of your mom's voice, if it was your mom's voice, but you did hear the sounds of rats and other vermin. You periodically saw in the shadows a raccoon or a rat scurrying around. You found curious marks on the wall and on the ground that didn't look consistent with the size of a raccoon. It also made it look like they were standing on their two feet. It was all very odd. In addition, while in Unit 35, uh, Luca, you started to have this really terrible anxiety begin to overwhelm you, uh, like a panic attack was forming. Uh, you managed to just sort of keep it, keep it in check, but you did pace around the room a bit, and in doing so, you noticed that the measurements of the room, the size of the room, just was like was every time you measured it, it was a different measurement. Like the length of the length of the apartment was was you know certain amount of paces one time, certain amount of paces another time, and it was very very uh, very very confusing. Maggie, you went looking for a breaker box at one point, but you found none, and then you just kind of blanked out for a bit. As later, your team found you sitting in a room. And you were just kind of sitting on top of a box and you just kind of had, had apparently spaced out and had no real recollection of the previous few minutes between when you were supposed to come in here and when your your fellow agents arrived. The cops eventually showed up, started to do a walkthrough and you all left. You went to a nearby bar, knocked a few back. Luca, you once again, as you mentioned already, saw the vision of this bloated woman in the crowd. Lisa, you, as you said, got to the surprise phone call that your boyfriend Cody had secretly arrived at your Aunt Vivian's home, and so you headed back to Long Island to meet him. Uh, the rest of the group, you decided, because there's only one day of the week. There's not a, there's no such thing as Saturday in Delta Green <laughs> Universe. You all decided to head immediately back to the Garrison Mansion, having downed a few beverages, and that's when you met Gene Philo, the uh, one of Bloomfeld's associates who had arrived, kind of locking up and stuff after doing the walkthrough with the cops. He recognized Declan as he was a book lover, as a quote unquote acclaimed author. And Declan, you managed to use his fame. You managed to use his fame to convince him that Luca's, you know, uh, Luca. I think Luca, you're acting drunk or something like that. And then you kind of convinced him to give you a tour of the building. Uh, Maggie, you had gone off on your own. You found a different route inside. You heard animals scurrying about. And when you opened the door to the main hall of, uh, of one, one of the floors, you saw a large rodent standing on two feet, about three to four feet height, maybe 25 pounds or so. It turned its head towards you, which is far more human looking than it should have been. And it <laughs> hissed at you. So... We're going to pick up with Cody. No, just kidding. We're going to pick up right there. I was going to say, that's really what I'm here for is the scene of Lisa and Cody. I I had a nightmare about it last night, too. Okay. That's concerning. So currently, Luca, Declan, you're being, you're about, you're like kind of in the process of being led up the steps and into 
the apartments. Maggie, you're by yourself, and there is a three to foot, three to four foot tall rodent, rat, raccoon that just turned, looked at you with a very kind of dirty humanoid looking face, just hissed at you. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do something here. What would you like to do before I murder you and you have to make another character? Okay. So, okay. So three to four feet tall. So I am taller than this thing is, and I am larger than this thing is. So, and I also know, I hear that there's other voices around. So what Maggie is going to do, it's probably really dumb. Um, So Maggie is going to um, take off one of her shoes that she's got <laughs> and just like just just like Sonny from the godfather <laughs> i, I don't know that scene but come on are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make nothing but godfather references to okay so you take off a shoe so basically because okay. i i was looking i don't have a weapon of any particular kind on me um so that's what kind of she's gonna Try to see if she can kind of put some distance between her and this thing. Um, and she's like, what the hell are you? And she's kind of got this yeah, your shoe, shoe. So you reach down, you grab your shoe. Is it, are we talking like a heel type of shoe? Like something Of course. Look, okay. Of course. This is Maggie Everly. She is always okay. chronically overdressed. Okay. You do that. And the minute you like brandish it, it bolts. Whoosh kind of starts running off into the darkness of the of the building what do you do maggie i'm gonna follow the shoe okay. back on absolutely maggie i need you to make a test for me uh i need you to make a we'll call it um we'll call it, it could be athletics yeah or it could just be a straight up dex times five i'll let you make the choice if one is demonstrably better than another Yeah, roll your decks. You have 17 decks. So, yes, roll (laughs) decks. This is more just to see if you can keep up with this thing. Uh, That is a... Yeah, 40. Under 80. Okay. Uh, So, you begin chasing after it. It is extremely fast. Very dark in here as well. You can hear it skittering across the ground. And you can see it moving here and there. It gets to this intersection. You know that one way kind of goes like one wing of the building another way kind of goes towards the stairs you see it cut down one and you turn down this intersection and you are right on its tail and you can see that it's suddenly at the far end of the intersection like at the far side of it and you can see it as somehow just in the span of turning around the corner has gained like 15 or 20 feet on you uh go ahead and roll another dexterity test um, question from chat, Jeff. Is yeah. this uh, little animal deceptively jacked? Was he? Deceptively, <laughs> deceptively ripped, I believe. But yes, I appreciate that. All the bad guy. <laughs> if he was, uh, she would be. A, she would have encountered a god. Isn't that right, Stephen? <laughs> there would be a dead hand flying towards her right now. There would. Yeah, she would be totally screwed, man. You would just. That is a, with a thought. Seventy-eight under eighty-five. So still okay. a success. You burst, burst of speed down the hall. You get to the, to the, like he was right at the top, right, right at the base of these stairs. And you can see it just start bolting up into the shadows of the stairs. You hear it kind of going up the stairs. You get to the base, you look up, you see it at the very top. 
it bolts into like through the we'll say the I can't remember what floor we're on, but it bolts bolts across and out of your out of your line of sight. You race up the stairs. The same thing happens. You get up to the top of the stairs, like it should be like ten feet in front of you, but you see it on the far side of the hall, like it's right near this window where a little bit of a street lamp is coming in. You can just kind of see it there. It's uh, it's kind of it kind of almost looks like it's turning and turning its face back towards you and you can see that humanoid face a little bit of this sort of orange yellow street lamp again and you can see it just turn into what you think is one of these apartments one of these one of these apartments that are under under construction Uh, what do you want to do continue you race down uh, you get to the very, you get the exact same spot underneath that window, the lights coming down at you. You look out, you can see kind of around the corner, like the dumpsters and such where some of the, some of the, you know, the homeless folk are, are, are diving here and there from time to time. And you can see that there is an open apartment. They haven't put the, they haven't put the doors in. You look into it. There's nothing in there. Completely empty. Roll an alertness test. All right, this is uh, much worse. Let's see, 40. I'm going to take an audience uh, support because we've got that. And I'd like to figure out what the hell this thing is. Um, oh, still not enough. 59 over 50. You, you're looking and then you hear the sounds of skittering behind you. You turn around and you can see back by the stairs. There it is again looks up at you and darts down the stairs. I keep running. Dex test. At this point, Declan, Luca, uh, if you have anywhere above a 20% alertness, you hear the sounds of movement as the door opens, as Gene unlocks the door. You can hear the sounds of movements above. It's it's quiet inside, but you can hear footsteps. Uh, probably that's probably what's overpowering any of the other sounds. And you just hear footsteps thump, 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 as Maggie is kind of running. We'll say, Maggie, you're on the second floor. You guys just got in the first floor. How'd you do on that test, Maggie? 95 over 85. You skid over towards the, uh, over to the stairs. You're kind of breath kind of, kind of getting a little bit more labored at this point as you've been running around in this, like this wild goose chase. You look down, you don't see it, but you do hear what sounds like shuffling of some kind of animal out of sight down the stairs back on the first floor. Keeping at it. You go running and you're chasing after that. Luca, Declan, you get the door opens up. Gene's kind of talking to you and he's just, you know, he's just saying, so like, so yeah, like any, uh, you got, uh, you got any ideas for like your next, uh, your next book, you know, is, uh, is the, it's, you know, what, what the, Oh yeah. Oh, you hear that? I think that's my cat. Uh, what? Uh, and just I'll be at right that, back. And I just, just like, at that start moment, running. right as that door to, door opens, you say, oh, I think that's my cat. And literally a black and white, very large black and white cat comes bursting out of the shadows, pushing past the three of you, kind of bumping into you here and there as a cat just doesn't care at all about you all and goes bounding around the side of the building. Luca or Declan, when you look inside the building, you see rounding the corner of the hallway, there is an out of breath, sweaty Maggie Eberly holding in her hand at least one of her shoes, if not both, to help you run. I want to go for the cat. As soon as I see it, I try to go for it. All right, Declan, roll a dex times five. Uh, meanwhile, Gene is like, 
Who the fuck are you? Get the hell out of here. You crazy lady. And he's like looking around. It's like, are those cops still here? Hey. Hey. No, and then. His, his cat. Trent, for his cat. His cat. Do I know what? you, lady? You say as you start running away. Is it, Do you actually say that? Yeah. I, okay. I, I would have wanted to blow my cover with Gene. Okay. It's like. No, no, no. I think you'd spe- I think you might want to stay stay right there. And he ca- he starts to reach and he pulls out his cell phone. And you see that he's gonna you're gonna stay right there. We got some questions. There's gonna be some people who wanna wanna ask you questions, ma'am. You stay right there. And you see him pull out the gun and he starts calling nine one one. What are you guys doing? Uh for my deck. Maggie save, just I looks at Declan because she's like, Well, I had a I had a story and you screwed it over. So she's going to give a very pissy look to Declan, like, this is your mess to fix now. Uh as I'm running away, the for the deck save, I needed a 75 and I got a 47. Okay. You bound around the the alleyway. And this is back towards where you initially met Gene where Luca was trying to sneak away and you kind of kind of kind of got to got noticed it's a very dark alleyway you can see uh some of the puddles and such here and there you you look around and you move quickly you you you, you paused for a second because you had to say something to Maggie or whatever but then you bounded around and you move with great speed and you look down the alleyway and you don't see it but then you hear the sounds of like Something scratching and you look up and you see probably on the second or third floor, that black and white cat is just like hopped up and it's just sort of like doing what cats do, just sort of like going higher and elevating itself uh, up the side of the building from what looks like one windowsill to, you know, one one drain gutter and off it goes upwards. Uh, that is not a cat, Stephen. That is not a cat. If I can't catch it up the drain, uh, I would be looking for like fire escapes or something like that to follow. You don't. There aren't any fire escapes. That's uh, yeah. You know that you know there aren't any fire escapes for this building yet. Okay. You can certainly um, try to climb if you like. I think I try to go back in the building to go up. Okay. Do you? So you're gonna start running back to the front to the. Okay. So let's yeah. let's go back there before you get back, and we've got. Gene, this is around the same time Declan bolted away. He's pulling out his phone. He's dialing 911. Are you two doing anything, Maggie or Luca? No, Gene, no, let's put that away now. She's harmless. I don't think you need to call the cops. Uh, no, I don't think so. We've uh, we've had a lot of weird shit going on around this place. A lot of broken equipment. No, 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 no. You want a lot of these friends? You freaking tweaker. Maggie's going to snatch the phone out of his hand. Okay. So you're going to run, you're going to race towards him and you're going to snatch it out of his hand. Uh, all right. Let's, um, let's do an, uh, let's do an, let's do an unarmed <laughs> combat roll as he tried to snatch this out. I'm going to roll for him. You roll for yourself. I'm just going to make it a contest because you both are fighting for the phone. What am I rolling? Uh, we'll, we'll call it unarmed combat. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to grab one from the audience here to make it a straight 50-50. And let's see. 62 over 50. 
over 50, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, you said 62 over 50, so you failed? Okay. Yeah. He failed as well, but he. But since you both failed, uh, this is just going to be a situation where you run up, you bump into him. He goes stumbling back, but he holds on to the phone. I'm going to say he flops back onto his ass uh, right on the stoop. Uh, but he doesn't let go of the phone. He's like, oh, you fucking assaulted me. Hey, 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 hold, hold, don't let it go. Don't let it go. And he's kind of pointing to you, Luca. Luca, what are you doing in this, uh, in all this? I'm going to sort of guilt trip this guy to trying to stop the call. Like, okay. you let two unauthorized folk enter this past hours. I don't think your boss is going to like to hear that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Persuasion action. I'll give you I love persuasion. persuasion. Have very different plans persuasion. right now. Uh, what is your persuasion at there, Mr. Is that a skill? It's a 50. I'm going to say you're going to roll this with a minus 20 because she just knocked him down. Uh, so had this happened before, sure. I might have just said roll it normal. But since she literally just physically bumped into him, yeah. Crit success, 11. Wow. 30. It's a good thing this is in Haunted West. That would have been really bad. Clutch roll. It'd be a joker. He looks up at you and he's like, and you hear the sounds of uh, 911, please state the nature of emergency. And it just, he doesn't, he looks up at you. He's got this strange look on his face. He looks at the phone. He looks at you. He looks at Maggie. And then he just closes the phone. And then he says, you, did it, you two are together, aren't you? That's what this is. You're together. You've... Okay. And at this point, Declan, you come back. You see Gene's on the ground. He's closed his phone up. Maggie is now on the stoop, kind of towering over top of him a little bit because she just yeah. accidentally knocked him down. And Luca is is there being peacemaker as Declan, you come running back around. He's like, I want to run right past them without even stopping, <laughs> yelling, my cat went up, up top. <laughs> <laughs> you, run, <laughs> you burst past them just in time to hear him be like, you, 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 you together, aren't you? I, I, you guys are fucking. And then Declan runs past. Declan, you run inside. You're just going to run up the stairs? Yeah, I, whatever I think would be the quickest route. I don't know the inside of the building, so I'd just be guessing, trying to find the quickest route to where I think I could cut off the cat. He he stands up at this point as you start running up the stairs. He stands up at the stoop. Gene does. He looks at Maggie. He looks at Luca. He puts his hands up. One of them's got the phone. All right, listen. Because he's starting to look a little bit nervous. If you want to take some shit, take some shit. I don't care. It ain't the first time. It ain't the first time Eddie will just blame it on the kids again. No, no. You just, I got nothing to do with it. I wasn't here. I don't want any fucking trouble. This is enough of this shit. Exactly. We were never here tonight. And I'll follow Declan up. Okay. So he starts backing away. As he has perceived you two as a threat. Uh, at this point. And so not only is he like, he's just, he's, he's leaving at this point. You see him kind of start to scramble up and uh, move backwards a bit. Maggie, what are you doing? Um, 
Maggie's going to kind of piggyback off of, you know, kind of what, um, what Luca said, like, we're not here to take shit either, but we weren't here. His hands are up. He's like backing away, backing away. You say that. And he's just like, I don't fucking, I don't care. It's Friday night. I don't need this. I don't, I don't need this. I'm going home. And he starts, he starts going away, but he lingers and he, you know, he, he, he sees you guys and he's been talking with you, Luca, long enough to, to probably be able to recognize you. And obviously Declan, Maggie, who knows, but he starts to now quickly walk away. Luca, you run back inside, Declan, you're inside, Maggie, you're standing on the stoop. What are you doing? I'm just sort of watching to make sure he doesn't like step five steps away and like take his phone back out. So if you watch him. I'm he gets into a car. Retreat. If you watch him, he gets into a car and he starts. You know, you hear it start up. You see the lights go on. You see him start driving away. Okay, Declan, we're going to cut back to you. Then um, you were looking for your cat. Uh, give me a search roll or an alertness. Either one of those is fine. And you're gonna I'm presuming because it's slightly better with a 26. Okay, I'm assuming it's your your search. I thought your search was good. Uh my search. Oh, that's stealth. Okay. Yeah, I could have sworn uh, search your search is 41. Was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh either way, I rolled a 53, so it's a failure. <laughs> you head up towards <laughs> the third floor where you think you saw the cat probably hop back in. And here you are up on the third floor. You're looking around. You hear like the vague sounds of skittering and such probably in the wall. It's all very quiet. The distant sounds of like car horns and such of the of the city kind of wafting in through a couple uh, a couple windows that have been left open. Uh, I think this is your first time inside. Uh, it is. So it, it is very much a construction site. It is renovation. So you can see that there's a lot of old old style like uh, molding and wainscoting and stuff like that. But there's, but it's not like new construction. So we're not dealing with like bare concrete, you know, concrete floors or anything like that. But you can see that there's also a lot of tools and things that have been stacked up neatly in corners. There's also uh, different, um, different apartments have doors. Some don't. So it's kind of a mix of the two, but you don't, you don't see anything up here. Uh, Luca, you go running back in shortly after I'll say that you eventually rush up the stairs. You go bump and you kind of bump into Declan, who's just kind of looking around in the middle of the third floor. Maggie, you're still outside. So we'll say you're staying outside for, for a little couple more beats. What do you guys want to do on that, on that third floor? Just calling for the cat. Okay. That beast. You saw it running there. It went up the. It went up the drain. I. I think it would. I think it tried to loop back around. Is there a way to the roof? Never went that high, but we can check. Okay. Uh, so you're 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 going to look around for roof access. Uh, okay, no problem. Uh, we'll say I don't think that's going to require a search. You'll eventually find it. It's just. So we'll say that's going to take a, a little bit of time for you to find direct access to the roof. Maggie, what do you do in the meantime? You just watched Gene drive away. You know Luca and Declan are back inside. What are you doing? Um, Maggie's trying to think through sort of her observations of what she just saw. I'm sorry. That's Did, not 
thinking through stuff is not allowed uh, at this party, <laughs> and it's just not something that we do. <laughs> um, so I, I just want to make sure that I kind of followed. The thing that Declan saw as a cat was the same thing that I was chasing after? You didn't see what Declan saw, so... You know, okay. Declan didn't okay. see so, what you saw, so you don't know. Okay, so I didn't Declan see saw, a cat. Declan saw a big black and white cat. You saw okay. like a three foot tall rodent with a human like face. Okay, I just was trying to track the movement okay. of things with four legs. Um, Maggie will try to backtrack if she can remember the path that she took and kind of look for like the prints of this thing as it was running and see if that compares to other prints we've seen. Okay. Uh, do you, do you have a search? What's your search at? Also 41. Okay. Uh, I'll say as you backtrack, remembering where you were with a decently high search, you do in fact find in some of the, some of the construction dust and such here and there, uh, on the ground, you do find what looks like tracks. Uh, I don't, I think you, you have talked, I'm pretty sure Lisa did debrief you on what she found. So she found some, was, I think it was claw marks actually, as opposed to tracks. Yeah, on the walls. She found claw marks yeah. and she found actual like paw prints and she showed everybody yeah. pictures. Right, exactly. So I would say, Maggie, with that in mind, um, the yeah these do match up what lisa had on uh, like the grainy photos that she probably took on her phone because wasn't it that like it was sort of like scratches but then it was also look sort of like small child yeah kind uh, of yeah, yeah. Let me, I'll, I'll get the actual details up for you and reread them to you so that you get them okay. accurately uh okay so um it definitely like so so first of all the the scratch marks on the drywall it definitely there's a few things about them that were kind of strange a little bit heavy so it seems like it was probably made by something that was a little bit bigger than what's been described as raccoons and cats and stuff like that mm -hmm. they were kind of long uh which suggested that they were like the animal was like standing up off the ground like you know two and a half three four feet something like that which was which was a very fairly long as well. So again, the size was a little bit different. And then they were also very strange in that they, um, well, the paw had five fingers and a thumb and at least, and, and, it, and it did look like there might have been a somewhat recognized, like, like, a, like almost like a fingerprint as part of it. Okay. Uh, I would say okay, some of that you see, like you, I mean, I'm not sure if it's as pristine as the that one level Lisa of detail. Found, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, okay. it's definitely it definitely matches. Okay, um, then having that confirmed, um, Maggie will see if she can uh, meet up then with uh, where Declan and Luca got to. Okay, well, Luca and Declan, you guys are up on the roof. You found um, you found a, a pull down. Uh, kind of a pull down opening, kind of climb up this ladder, open up onto the roof, and you are on top of a basically a four story high building. Uh, it is, there's nothing up here. It doesn't look like they're storing anything here. Uh, it doesn't look like anything, any kind of renovation has happened up here at all. 
uh, but you just see various exhausts, uh, various like little pipes and things like that sticking out. You have a decent view of the street and a decent view of the lot behind the Garretson building turn, uh, turn condominiums where the sort of that double dumpster lot is. And so you kind of see a little bit of that. That's what's up here. What are you two doing up here? Are there buildings close enough that like a cat could jump from roof to roof? Cat, possibly. You know. Damn. I mean, you could try. Oh, I'm not going to try. <laughs> Damn. Declan the Brave. I'll look along the wall that Declan last I'll look at. Okay. You look down. You don't see anything. Uh, you don't see anything. You periodically hear a distant bark of a dog, like an alleyway over. Uh, but you don't see any any creatures moving about. Someone's got a message. Uh, it's my partner. Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> your, your supervisor calling you at almost midnight <laughs> on a Friday night. I guess it's possible. It's DEA. Active agent. Like, you're supposed to be at the crime scene right now. We had an arrest going on. What the hell, man? What are you doing? Actually, let's say that's exactly what's happening, Luca. Is you're getting I'm a, a call. You're getting a call from your supervisor. I'm actually going to run with this. You're getting a call. It's your supervisor. Was saying, and then they say specifically to you, Dante, where the fuck are you? We're in a bar in New York. What the fuck are you doing? It's your shift on the freaking stakeout, man. That was today? <laughs> yes, that was today. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Get your head out of your ass, get out of the fucking bar, and get over here. I'm trying what to about Toby? Which... Can he cover? Toby, who do you think you need to relieve? Shit. Alright, I'll make it over as soon as possible. You haven't been drinking, have you? God damn it, Dante. Jesus Christ, man. I'll wrap it up. I'll make it over. We're going to have to have a long conversation soon. Long conversation. Okay. So you hang up the call with your supervisor. It's one of those stereotypical like cell phone conversations in movies where nobody says goodbye. <laughs> you just, like, oh, hell hang no. Up. It's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Waste of time. Declan is standing there trying not to make <laughs> eye contact because... Awkward. <laughs> and you probably heard the other end of the call, too. That's the thing. All right. You okay. probably heard this, but we got to wrap this up. I got somewhere to be. All right. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Get, take off. Uh, show me that room that you saw before. Yeah. The one that it's on, it's on floor three. You out. You, yeah. Just point, point me to the door. I'll lead you down and I'll show him room 35. Okay. And this is a construction site, so would it be safe to assume there's like a two by four or a hammer or something? Absolutely, yeah. There's tools around. There's, 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 yeah. There's stuff like that. Sure. I want to grab something I can bash with. Okay, so you grab uh, a hammer. Uh, so you bump into Maggie, uh, who has rejoined you all at this point. And Luca, you're taking them to Unit Thirty Five. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, do you go inside with them or do you just show them and then leave? 
I'll show them. Okay. Wait. And the then you said that I wasn't actually sure what you meant. <laughs> do you go inside with them or do you just show them and leave? Hmm. I'll look at them. I don't want to feel. I didn't feel like yeah. it was a clear answer. <laughs> I don't want to feel uneasy from before, so I'm just going to stay out. Okay, so you then are you leaving the? Uh, are you leaving the the mansion at that point? Yeah, I'll let them be handled for. Okay, me. so. Okay, so if that's the case. So while that happens, yeah, go ahead. Maggie is going to turn to Declan. We need to work on this. It's like improv. If, he, if I say if, something, you gotta say you don't say no. You don't say I've never seen this woman before. This not, I had a thing going with him. He knows who I am. He recognized me from the book. I didn't want to associate with someone who already broke into the building. You 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 just expand the story. You he just wasn't say, like Franco. Oh, yeah. He's not cool. You're going to get me arrested. Yeah, Like maybe. twice in one and day, I you, sent, hammer and I you almost walking. sent the cops after me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get arrested if you're dead. Ah. Um, <laughs> you got to work on your cardio, Maggie. You're going to need it with me. As she's holding her heels in her hands. Okay. Mm, where's, where's he going? What? what? Uh, he got in trouble for drinking on the job. Okay. Mm. Luca, on your way out, first floor, you're about to go out the front door, which is open. You hear a voice. What master do you serve? Master? I'm not a maid. <laughs> God damn <it>. <laughs> <laughs> The slow break on Jeff too. Like he, he held it together for a second and then it sunk in. He struggled so hard. I don't even understand. I'm not a maid. What does that even mean? Oh, he says, Oh, never mind. You can go. Um, Thought you were housekeeping. <laughs> you hear the voice comes back. Do you seek answers? Yeah, I do. To what questions? Who am I speaking to? No answer to that. Hello, did you leave? What are you looking for, Agent Dante? Agent Inferno. You are lost. You are confused. It's been a confusing night. Something here, but it seems to be missing. 
Something haunts you. Uh, I haven't noticed. Lie. And I'm to trust this ghastly voice in my head. No response, actually. I must have drunk too much. Return when you are ready for answers and enlightenment. She will give them to you if you are willing I'll shine my flashlight around the dark see if I find anything you do not yeah I think that's enough of this place and I'll head out okay and you do no problem back up in unit 35 the two of you in here bickering as always Friday night. Declan. <laughs> you're halfway through your bickering, kind of lecturing of Maggie, mansplaining, etc. When you feel a immense sense of unease, it's just this pressure on your chest, this urge of panic, maybe? Something very wrong roll a con times five i needed a 60 and i got a 54 okay you could kind of similar to luca from last time you kind of squashed a bit it's there though you can feel it you can feel that like the like you're just kind of holding back this sudden sense of anxiety maggie you're looking in the room it's dark it's kind of peculiar looking there's you know when you look at the corners here and there it kind of it, but you don't you, you're not feeling the same thing that declan is and whether or not declan's voicing that is a, is a different story but just to give you Oh, just to refresh your memory, it's a it's a 600 square foot studio apartment. Uh, you got these. There's these new double pane energy efficient windows that are in, installed. There's space for a stove, a bathroom ready for a sink, shower and toilet, but none of that's been installed yet. Um, from what you learned, Luca, most of it, and he, I'm sure he's conveyed this during your bar trip. Most of it was torn down to like studs and then rebuilt, rewired, piped, reframed, drywalled, taped, all that kind of stuff and plastered the only thing that was left intact was this this sort of antique uh, wainscoting that's just sort of wraps around uh and that's that's what's in here it's not furnished or anything like that yeah, it's a big empty studio that's what the two of you see would you like i to wouldn't do? voice the anxiety but you might see like the change in personality as like before i had the adrenaline up and i had a plan and then i walk in here and it just like the wind is immediately taken out of my sails 
and it would take me a minute, I think, to gather myself. And then I want to start tearing the drywall off the walls. I want to just bash big holes in the walls and uh, no start looking for anything. You start bashing the walls. You start smashing the hammer into walls. You get a couple. We'll say you definitely get one or two in before Maggie. You clearly notice this is happening. So Maggie, after he's now smashed two holes in the drywall and the plaster, what are you doing? The hell are you doing? What? Why? Luca Inferno said there was something weird about this room. I'm feeling it now, too. This has to be the point. There, There's like a nest or something or like, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking. I saw the creature thing. You were going on and on about your cat. I saw exactly what Lisa said in the pictures with the scratches on the walls and the prints and all of that. I saw it. It's like, and she'll go into a description, you know, three to four feet tall, face like a human. It was here and it ran. I, I, you think it's in the walls? I didn't see that. I saw a cat. Cats squeeze into tight places. Okay. Whatever. We're grab a hammer. Help. Fine. We're not getting back in here. What are your guys' again. search searches again? What's your searches again? Forty-one. I think we're both forty-one. Okay. Uh, I am forty-one. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know my character better than me. You just said it, and I looked down. I'm like, oh, it's the same as mine. So <laughs> now it's in my head. Okay. I would say as you two are hammering, or as Declan is hammering, as Maggie, you get ready to go. You guys notice that there's something something odd about the wainscoting, actually. You see that there is almost like there's um, a panel that, like, like, it's all kind of this, ant- you, know, you, know, you know what wainscoting is, right? Like the like this sort yep. of waist-high molding yep. that goes around. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's like a panel that almost seems like it's on a hinge. You can actually see this little little hinge, like it could be flipped down, flip, you know, you know, kind of opened up, closed, etc. Um, that you, you you can notice that when you're looking around the room, you don't see it anywhere else, but it's, it looks very much like a like a door or a hinge. And which one of us notices this? You both do. You both have the same search. Okay. Pop it open. Okay, so when you do, you notice that it is a, it is, well, it is basically painted this deep black on the inside. The outside, like the wainscoting kind of matches the rest of it. But the inside of it, there's carvings in it. And you can see that the carvings themselves are these relatively baffling and maybe it's just you're tired. It's fairly late. It's probably past midnight at this point for the two of you. All these geometric shapes. And not only are they carved around, but the depth of them varies. Some are carved very thinly. Some are carved very deeply, etc. And so they're just kind of all swirling around here and there. I grab my Blackberry. I turn on the flashlight and I just try to study them as best I can. Okay. 
Um, I would say that there's there's probably nothing you could just get right off That's the right. bat. Yeah, other than what you observe. And so, given that Declan lit it with his BlackBerry, Maggie's going to pull out her phone and take the picture. Okay, sure. And then Maggie wants to poke her head because this this opened, right? Yeah, and like you can easily pull it off the hinges too. So I I want to look in the hole. Uh, there's there's actually not a hole. Uh, you can see it's just the wall underneath. Oh. Start bashing so the wall. Basically, the the wainscoting was kind of sort of semi concealing it or camouflaging this in some way. But like as you mm-hmm. as you kind of pull it away, you can kind of see that there was the it was just sort of it almost almost kind of matched the the kind of the the outer painting. You would guess I would say that whoever whoever was kind of doing the construction maybe just like accidentally painted over it before they realized it wasn't actually part of the wainscoting uh, is, is, is probably what happened. But the inside of it on the, on the one that Declan's looking at, like you could very easily like just pop it out and kind of, kind of covering it. So um, yeah, we'll take that with us if we can, if you'd like, yeah, you can, you can pop it off and, and bring it with you if you like. Um, it is, it is also, I should say it's also wood. It's, it's not, um, it's not light. It's maybe 20 or 30 pounds, but you can kind of, but you guys easily can, can bring that with you. Tempted to ask Maggie to hold it, but I won't. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else you guys are doing? I would like to involve Ashley. Uh, I'd show, like to bash like. the wall behind it. Okay. Yeah. Like, is yeah, it drywall behind it? Yeah. Yeah. You bash and you can see new studs. You can see new piping, new wiring, all that kind of stuff. Uh, does none of it looks aged? Looks relatively new, and you have pretty much destroyed this side of the room. Shit! I think it got away. Well, we should get out of here before that guy decides to call cops on us. You have anything else you want to do? No, I. I mean that we definitely want to look at a bit further. Um, and she'll look around to see if there were any other of like, cause the, like is the scratches or, um, prints or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I think you've, you've, you've seen it a couple of times at you've this point. That. You could recognize okay. they're here and there. There's, there's no new information on that front. Okay. I'm good. If you're good. All right. Um, before we switch, uh, Declan Ellis would like to try and cover his tracks as poorly as possible. Um, so, like, what? What when we mean? leave, what tracks gonna... are you trying to cover? <laughs> the fact that the guy that you ran into knew exactly who you were, you gave him his name, and then you ran all over the place, or the fact that you ran inside and bashed these the walls in completely. Are you going to start exactly. hanging drywall exactly. now? <laughs> I'm going to try and gaslight people is what's happening. Um, so <laughs> so you're like, we, never mind the fact that I banged holes in the walls, but I'm going to stuff my shoe, scuff my shoe prints in the drywall dust so they can't possibly track my shoes. All right. So I want to lock the door behind us as we leave <laughs> and then break the door open <laughs> so that it look, looks like it was locked. We left it locked and someone else broke in after us. Okay. All right. You can absolutely do that. 
do more damage, more okay. destruction. Yeah. You close the door to the apartment building, you bash it open, uh, and then the two of you leave. Done. With our uh, piece of wood. Absolutely. I'll uh, take the hammer, fairly, too. Fairly heavy piece of wood. We're going to cut over to Ron Konkuma, where it's probably taken this long for Lisa to get back, to be fair. <laughs> right. As we'll say, it's Train like... Ride. Uh, I don't know if if, uh, if the LIR goes that late or not. I'm not sure. I don't know, actually. I don't know if it's on my head. Um, whatever. You get there, one way or the other. You get out. You get back to your Aunt Viv's home. You... Um, you go inside. It is dark. It's like two o'clock in the morning, we'll say, by the time you get there. And when you walk in, you see a light on in the kitchen. Uh, you can see that there is your Aunt Vivian. There is Cody. There's an open bottle of wine. And there's some various bits of leftovers from your restaurant that they seem to be kind of picking at her eating and a couple of the random stuff that she took out here and there. And you go and you hear you hear she's just kind of laughing and laughing and such. And when you walk in, you can tell that she's probably drunk. Mm -hmm. uh, Cody, you can see like when you walk in, he looks over at you and he's got this very sheepish smile on. Uh, and he kind of moves over towards you in this sort of timid manner to like kind of give you a hug and he's just like surprise and Vivian in a very drunk way uh she's like oh look who's here look who comes in there's my girl and she turns around and she kind of plants this big kind of wet warm wine infused kiss on mm -hmm. your cheek and as she as she like cuts in line to get to you and and Lisa's just like, oh, uh, hi, Aunt Viv. Thank thank you. How's the meeting go, sweetheart? Uh, it went well, I think. I was telling Cody all about it, how you and Jamie are going to move here. And he is excited as well. And like Cody's like, yeah, real excited that you're moving to Long Island. Uh, not, nothing official yet, but potential promotion came up. Oh, that's, uh, you're going to get it. You're brilliant and you're smart. You know who you remind me of, Lisa? Your mother. You remind me she was brilliant and smart. And then she had you and all of her life plans and goals were put on hold. But that's all right, because she loved you so much. And Lisa at first was really surprised, like thinking this might be like a first like real compliment. And mm -hmm. then it was just the same thing she's constantly heard before of like, you, I put my life on hold for you, Lisa. And, and now, this is how you repay me. And now you're doing it again. It's uh, life is the tricky circle. You're just, you're just like your mother, but you're so good with Jamie. So good. Thanks. Isn't so. she good with Jamie, Cody? Oh, you're so cute when you got a man in your life now. And he tur she turns around and she like kind of pats Cody on the cheek. Okay. Um, 
well, thank you for staying up with him, Aunt Viv. Oh, he, and he, she, she leans in, breath heavy with wine, and she's just, he's a keeper. <coughs> you two kids have fun. Don't stay up too late. And she starts to go, and then she turns around, and she shuffles back over, grabs the wine bottle, and then starts going back to her bed. Leaving and, you and Cody. Yeah, and, and Lisa just kind of looks at him in uh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, not how I thought this was gonna go. You were yeah. at a business meeting with FEMA until two o'clock in the morning on a Friday. Well, no, we had the business meeting and then everyone went out for drinks. Okay, that makes more sense because yeah. I was under the impression that you were having some kind of conference or something somewhere and yeah. No, okay. I ran into some people with FEMA and okay. we talking about uh, the work that I've been doing and the opportunities that they have here. And I've been feeling guilty considering everything with my mom. Of course. And yeah. Listen, um, you don't have to explain yourself to me. Like that's, that's not, that's not, you don't have to. I trust you. You with whatever this is. I'm just trying to do what's best for Jamie. Get a better job. Yeah. And that's and it's in New York. Brooklyn, yeah, maybe. Okay. Um how long have you known about the job? Um I ran into them once I got here. Oh, so oh, and you see like he kind of visibly kind of seems to let a little bit of stress. Oh, oh, uh, Okay. New. It's a it's, new. Okay. Yeah. New this wasn't like I planned this, and then I just was gonna leave you at home, and then just leave you. Oh, uh, it's it's good to know you weren't gonna leave me. Got it. Yes. Um, that came out good. wrong. Um, no, 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 no. It's fine. So awkward. He's just he's like yeah. shifting here and there, like. And grab, he grabs like an empty wine glass. It's empty, but he takes a drink out of it anyway. Yeah. And so not uh, this was supposed to be the girls weekend. Uh, yeah, uh, I uh, like we've been crying and, you know. Yeah, I realize that now it sounded like a good plan in my head. But now that I'm here. Uh, I am, I am sure that it wasn't. Not that I don't want to see you, but this, this is a lot extra. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. That's fine. I get that. I hear you. Um, okay. I know, I know we've been talking about how I need to get better about sharing my feelings and I have been working on that, but with Aunt Viv and she lowers her voice. This oh, is, don't worry. She's 
she you could talk you could say it to her right in her face she probably wouldn't know you you said anything she i had oh, no. two sips she had one and a half bottles. I, I i believe it and she had one and a half at the restaurant she has a very large wine closet I think it used to be a pantry. It was the pantry, but there yeah. Are just wine bottles in there now. Yeah, uh, and it has been nothing but me being uh, the disappointment to my mom, as you recall. You're not a disappointment to your mother. You, we've gone over this. That's not your mom. I didn't know her, but I'm sure that you're not. But a disappointment you to met her. me when. I got hired. We both know what I was like back then. It's, I was a fuck up. People are allowed to change. You're young. You're not even. He he thinks he like gets really nervous for a second. You're not even 26. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, a little bit you of. You got it. You got it. Yeah. God, it's it's it's. Listen, it's late. You've had you've you. Don't take this the wrong way. I know this is going to sound terrible, but you look really tired. Yeah, I um, haven't been sleeping. So we don't have to talk now. Um, Do you just want to go to bed? Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. That sounds really good. Do you, are you staying here or? Uh, your aunt invited me, but I do not have to. Um there are places nearby I can stay. Uh, and Lisa's gonna be like, hold on. And she's gonna go up to Aunt Viv's room. Hey, um, Cody. She's asleep. She's, <laughs> so she's, she's gonna leave a text message and she's gonna leave uh, a, a note for Jamie and she's gonna go with Cody to find like a hotel room. Okay. Yeah. And you'll, I mean, you'll be able to find something relatively nearby. Nothing great. Um, oh, yeah. No, we're going like cheapy. Like, yeah. No problem. Yeah. Easily enough done. We can end the scene there. It is very awkward, but. Oh, yeah. Like, she, there's no hanky panky. This is just, oh, no. she's. No, no, no. <laughs> they're gonna like it's awkwardly very... sleep like back to back. Like, there's yep. not even cuddling happening. Nope. I agree. Yeah. And we'll say the night passes for you. Uh, Maggie, Declan, uh, do you two just go back to your various hotels? Yeah, I don't feel like socializing with Maggie. She was being mean to me earlier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Luca, you do your shift of the stakeout. Your Toby. Yeah, I've got a can of Pringles, a gallon, a jug of water. <laughs> Okay. Overlooking an apartment <laughs> that's supposed to be being a safe house. Thinking of the the noise, the voices I heard before I left the apartment. Like, what? Master? Waiting for answers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll say eventually the sun does come up, Luca, as you do. You do manage to stay awake, but I'm going to say that you... It's definitely... I'm trying to remember the sleep. I looked this up for Ashley, and I totally forgot to write this down. But I'm going to say that um, you probably are going to... Have some sleeplessness issues for yourself, I think. Um, so, I'm just double checking. So, the first time you're aged, this is just for specific temporary insanity. Exhaustion. 
Is that what I'm looking for? Works too long. Okay. Without so resting. yeah, like uh, loses one d six willpower and at the handler's discretion, uh, may suffer. Okay, so so Luca, roll a d six. And I'm going to say retroactively, Lisa, you should have been doing this the night before. So roll a d6 as well uh, and lose that much willpower. Dang. Puts me at two. And, and then how much? What? Puts me at two. Puts you at seven. two, which yeah. I think means something. Also, minus, we'll just say minus 10% to your rolls today. Uh, Lisa, I'm going to say because you got sleep, you're okay. So essentially... um. Luca, we're gonna put you at minus. We're gonna put you at minus twenty, actually, because low willpower, which is one to two willpower, is basically emotional breakdown. And considering everything that you've been through, that weird encounter you had when you were leaving, being late to work, not getting any sleep, I think minus twenty percent certainly makes sense. So you're kind of in breakdown stage. Okay, but it's Saturday in New York, just before fall. It's hot and muggy. And all of you and your various locales wake up. What is it? What's the plan? It's Saturday, mid-morning or so. Uh, so all of you get some decent some decent sleep, maybe even you know early afternoon, in fact. What's the next stage of the investigation? What, what happens now? Would I be able to run a personal errand before the investigation? Of course you can. I would like to uh, get hardcover copies of my entire... Uh, bibliography and sign each of them and then write a note saying found the cat thanks sorry i didn't get to say goodbye and i'm gonna send it to uh, the guy because i got his information before we you do actually have his information and i want to overnight it it. okay i mean you could actually send it it could get there today like you can actually yeah by messenger. messenger yeah yeah i'll do that uh, okay, it's a long, it's going to be expensive because he does live out, I believe, in Hempstead, yeah. uh, long, if I recall correctly. I had to look it up, but he's out in Long Island. Uber didn't exist yet. Uh, no, uh, 2011? When did Uber come to the place? Yeah, probably. Did it? Probably. I don't, maybe. I don't know. I'll stop my um, Regardless, yes, you can go ahead and send, send that. Um, your literary agent is able to get that sorted for you. So you get on the phone with Tabitha, to get this sorted and it is a is a little bit of an intense conversation he's like are you feeling better today huh you feeling good yeah i'm still lingering uh, i'm not doing that well but i'm better yes who who's this who's this person i'm 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 messaging over your books to who, who is this person he's the maintenance guy for the hotel i was throwing up so much that i, I don't want to get into it the plumbing messed up so he he came cleaned it. He turns out he was a fan. I just want to send him some books as a thank you. Roll persuasion test. It's gonna all. She's gonna do what she said. She's gonna do exactly what she you said. It's just whether or not she thinks you're lying to her again. On um, seventy and persuade rolled a fifty-seven. Rolling a okay. lot of fifties. And you just hear her sigh like, "All right, it's fine." Uh, am I canceling? Are you, are you just going to close down for the weekend and everything? Is that what it is? Uh, at, at least one more day. I'll, I'll, I'll try to be back at it by Sunday. You've got an MPI in a, on Monday. You're going to be able to record uh, I'll that? be there. I'll be there. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope you feel better, sweetie. Thank you. It's been rough. Okay. Well, rub some dirt in it or something. And then she hangs up the phone. 
Okay. So I open it up again. What is the next phase of the investigation, guys? I have no idea. So you guys tell me. I wake up and well, dust off the Pringles from my shirt. He spent through the whole stakeout. <laughs> Minimal minimal movement. I gotta get myself cleaned up and feel terrible. Hesitate to turn the shower on. But I power through. Okay. Um we'll say your your brother is not there. He's already left for the day. Okay. Uh Does, Maggie. Is, is Chelsea in the room when Maggie wakes up? Uh, Chelsea is in the room once again. Uh, she is sleeping. She looks like she had another heavy, uh, heavy night, Friday night in New York. Uh, she is still in her club clothes. Okay. Um, I would say in the morning, Maggie, um, you know, maybe 10 ish might try to make some coffee again see if maybe she can uh, grab a quick brunch with Maggie with Chelsea. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, okay. We, we can say that happens. She is, we don't necessarily put the whole thing out, but we can say that she is none too pleased with you. But at the same time, you're finally doing something with her on this girl's trip. So at a certain point, she lets it go. Uh, tells you all about her escapades the night before ask you all about your escapades the night before and what you were doing. Uh, so what do you tell her? You know, again, we don't have to play it off, but what do you tell her? Yeah. I mean, she passed it off as work stuff. So, okay. you know, I, I feel like cause it was, um, Chelsea's dad, that got her the job. So I, mm-hmm. I think Chelsea kind of gets the whole like government contract stuff that it's not really a thing you'd kind of dish details on just sure. like, you know, okay. work stuff. Just crappy timing. And go ahead and give me a persuade test to uh, <laughs> 40. Just to see if she can sense that you're lying mm-hmm. to her. 79. Okay. Um, okay. So you, you start saying it's work stuff and everything. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, work stuff. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Lots of work stuff. And then she kind of gives you like this sidelong glance. Get the sense that maybe she thinks you're covering for uh, a special little rendezvous you might have had, uh, and that you're not trying to that you're not trying to kiss and tell, so to speak. Um, but we'll say the brunch goes well. You seem to make up a little bit with her, and she doesn't seem as angry. But she is planning a very fun night and afternoon, and so it would be rude of you not to sort of participate in that. But that is, but she kind of goes through her plans and all that kind of stuff. Eventually you do, you probably go back to the hotel first and kind of get cleaned up and stuff. But she is like kind of going through everything that she wants to do kind of giving this itinerary of like where she wants to go. She heard about this place and then she heard about this place. And there's these people I met last night. Like definitely want to meet you. I told them all about you. I said, oh, she's so much fun. I lied, of course, because you're not, but whatever. Uh, so she kind of kind of goes through this like rapid hell, you know, this, this rapid fire thing. Um, what is it? that you guys want to do next with the investigation, I ask again. Since I'm having an emotional breakdown, Mm -hmm. I don't think I do anything until someone asks me of it. So I try to regain willpower. Are you just like crashed sleeping all day in your apartment? Yes. 
Okay. Because then you can recover 1d6 willpower. Sure. Okay. At a certain uh, point, uh, just I'm just going to resolve this with Luca. At a certain point, Luca, you, you, you're you sleeping, you wake up, you get your Pringles on you, your brother's not here, and you go back to bed. Saturday, who cares? You look at your phone, there's nothing from the people that you've been working with yet, and you go back to bed. Hours pass. You sleep. At a certain point, you wake up and you realize the bed is very, very wet. And for a moment, you think you might have had an accident or spilled something. And you're kind of like maybe feeling around, but no, you're fine. And you realize that the bed feels out of balance. You roll over and you see that there is a large soaking wet bloated woman lying in the bed next to you, eyes closed. And as you're looking at her, like, whatever start that you do as upon seeing it, her eyes open and then you wake up in your bed. You are actually wet. You're most likely just from cold, terrible sweat. The sheets of your bed are soaking wet. It is evening. You can see that the sun is actually going down. You have managed to get sleep. Your heart is racing, but your bed is soaking wet. Oh, how long have I been out? And I'll get up, start cleaning up. Okay. All right. Declan, you had something. Uh, I was just going to say for the next stage, the only place we haven't been uh, to was the elder's abduction. I think it was the one at the storefront. Yeah. That's so I, I think that's where right. I would try to start. Okay. All right. Um, Lisa, you have a very awkward morning. Uh, Cody's like, you know, I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna go. Like I can change my flight. It's not a problem. I saw, I saw Jamie. I told her we'll, we'll hang out when she gets back. I can just go. We can talk when you get back. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this. This is an invasion. I thought it was, you know, I had ideas, but never mind. It's not important. Um, would Lisa take him to the airport would lisa just let him no i think at this point she would uh probably just riding with him on the air you know on the the trains yeah Um, and then once they she like walks him to his gate kind of thing gives him a kiss mm -hmm. a hug goodbye she she'll actually wait till he boards the train or the the airplane and then Mm -hmm. that's when she'll head back um, okay. And then her plan for the day is to snag Jamie and actually maybe hit up the library because she's got some stuff that she wants to look into further. Okay. Um, I mean, you went to bed pretty late because uh, you didn't get back to Aunt Viv's until like 2. two. Yeah. And then by the time you had Booking. probably checked in, mm-hmm. checking Saturday probably local libraries library and stuff hours. like that yeah i'm looking at i'm looking for libraries i mean like there's local library and then there's like new york public library which i think it's closes early afternoon i think you probably are gonna miss it to be honest uh since you're taking him uh since you're probably okay yeah the libraries him. i'm finding close at like 3 p.m on a saturday yeah that's what that's what i'm finding too 
Uh, so we'll say that you miss that opportunity by the time you get done because it's not a quick trip to the airport. <laughs> it's like it's yeah, it's that's a, fair. Almost an all day affair. Uh, then maybe what she'll do is um, just see because she's got decent com- computer science. See um, what kind of like records and such that she can find and have access to online. Yeah, you're just doing. You don't have any access to special databases on your phone uh, or on your computer. You don't have anything like that. You're just Google searching stuff and hitting like Wikipedia and whatnot, which yeah. is not really where you're at at this point. Like at, at this point, you've you've done that level. So there's really okay. That's already been covered. Okay. So like you're looking to go into sort of deeper stuff. Like you've you've know that there's history about the the mansion hinted yeah. at from your your files but none of that seems to be on any kind of online databases or anything like that so it's it's so like nothing that's sort of public so you would you would probably need to either kind of what luca was doing get into his specific dea you know files mm-hmm. or get into old scholarly research through you know public libraries you know new york public libraries okay so she'll have to do that the next morning then okay to what about monday monday got it what about um the because r- there were like rumors that what was it uh the Sudum family or was it um Bond Sudium yeah Sudium I think it was Sudium um who had um rumors of being involved with the occult mm-hmm. um I would like to have see if Lisa can just uh, gather all of the the rumors that are at least public is that something or would that also be a library. That's what I mean. Like any of that kind of stuff, that's not, that's not the type of thing that's just going to show up on a random website. That's a place that you're going to have to dig into old newspapers, which involves going to a library where it might actually have records of them or have digitized them, police records as well. Uh, So those types of things you would have, you would have to find in that, in that, uh, okay, fair. In that arena. Okay. All right. So we'll say Luca spends the day sleeping. Lisa spends the day, well, at least the first half of the day, a little bit more than the first half of the day dealing with Cody. Maggie, Declan, what do you guys do for the first, you know, for most of the day? The third I would assume, mo- yeah, I would assume most of my morning goes to getting the books around, uh, sure. getting the messenger and all that. And then I would go to the the storefront and I would text everyone to say where I'm going. So Maggie, you could absolutely show up around the same time is that what you want to do maggie or did you have something else in mind yeah i would say storefront and then just interviewing the dad like we interviewed the other uh moms okay that sounds good so there's basically you're talking about two different sites the first the first two sites where abductions were taking place were both uh were both from the home either within the home itself or from like the yard this specific case was different because this case um was it was from a, a public place so like it was a it was a small little kind of like street market area um where where the child went missing um let me pull up my notes see what i got this was yeah this was franklin elders or frankie elders uh hmm. and a street market in guys, the Borean neighborhood. I don't think you guys or, did any major research yet on this. Mm-mm. Yeah, you didn't do anything in this one. No. Okay. So to 
Gonna refresh your memory. Let me pull this back up. And to refresh my memory. Let me see. It's one of those PDFs with like tons of like images and stuff in it. So it takes yeah. a, little, a little long to load. So sometimes. he disappeared on a Tuesday. Just in April. Okay. Uh, so black male, age 11 months. Uh, Father Devin Elders, Atlantic Avenue Street Market in the Boreum Hill neighborhood. Uh, you have details that the father it was sitting nearby. He was eating pizza. There were witnesses. Um, the child was walking back and forth to this nearby food tent that was unoccupied. At one point, they went the as as testimony has or not testimony as witness reports have stated and corroborated the father's story. At one point, he went behind, the kid went behind a tent, was laughing, and then was never seen again. The The father was was definitely an initial suspect. Um, they, he was sort of being pressed quite significantly. Even some news outlets were kind of starting to run with that a little bit. But once all these witnesses kind of came forward, it was he was kind of quickly cleared. Um, so... There was also on May 10th, which is oh, more than a month, um, there were remnants of child's, clo- of ch- child's clothing that were found at the mouth of a drainage pipe uh, near the Brooklyn Heights Piers, which is about a kilometer away from this market. It had rips and tears consistent with animal bites and scratches that there was no, no blood was present. And like the current theory that the police were working on was that Frankie fell down into a sewer catch basin opening and drowned. But since no body was technically discovered, the case is still open. Uh, but you don't get the sense that it is extraordinarily active. They seem to be resigned to it. Uh, and it's just kind of, un- it's kind of officially open, but unofficially they're not doing much with it. So you guys want to go to, where do you want to go first? I think I'd like to go where they found the clothing. Okay. So then you're, you have all this was in your, your Delta green debrief file. So you would be able to, that's a, the Brooklyn Heights piers, but not too far away. I don't see if we have it on our map. Let's see. Got our Brooklyn map. Um, so you basically you're heading about, about a kilometer West. Uh, if you if you look on our Brooklyn map that you guys can see, sorry, uh, sorry, audience, uh, but uh, about about a kilometer west, you can see right where the water is. There's a series of piers. You can kind of look around there. Uh, it's Saturday afternoon. I'm sure there's some level of openness. But how are you guys kind of if you're what's your story? Like if you're pressed, if someone kind of asks you questions, if various dock workers or, you know, peer security or anything like that tries to uh, kind of interfere. Like what's your, what's your basic story here? Maggie? Stick with what was been working before. Private investigators. Yeah. And we would try to be polite. Like if someone said like, you're not supposed to be here, we'd, we'd just try to politely explain. And if they tell us to leave, I think I'd leave. Okay. Um, I'll say, I'll tell you what, just give us, give me one, your private investigators, give us, give us a, give us a persuade test and we'll see how you do. And then I'll kind of determine the ease with which you kind of get access to 
this little private area. Uh, I need a 70 for Persuade. I've been rolling 50s all night. I got a 55. That is a crit success. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say then what happens is, is you encounter a, a security guy. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. That's so tragic. That's terrible. I heard that. And they tried to put it on the father. Like, it's terrible. I know I got a boy. Got a boy his age. I remember. I remember that day. I was like, oh, man, that's just a couple months back. I, I was here. I was I was on the job when they we we found the, you know, the clothes, the remains. I'm not sure what the right word is, but I, I didn't find them specifically. But, you know, some guys I knew did. I saw it, you know, so I was there. Poor guy. Poor father, you know. Um, but, yeah, the cops were looking around. They, you know, they did the whole, like, tape it off type of thing. You know, clear this crime scene, et cetera, et cetera, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't know. What are you going to do? It's a violent city sometimes. But it's a shame. It's just a shame that they do this to kids. Whoever. Whatever you, it was. You said you were here that day. Uh, yeah. Would you mind answering a couple questions? Uh, <laughs> Me? Uh, I mean, I don't know what I could say. Like, but sure. I mean, yeah. Well, I can... we're working a theory that uh, animal uh, took the remains. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any like large cats or even like raccoons or anything like that that might have like unfortunately dragged him away. If, if we can find the remains. We'll be able to figure out what happened. Oh, yeah, man. We we get, uh, you know, animals around him all the time. You know, it's the freaking, it's the waterfront, man. You know, it's. Uh, Is there a place they tend to congregate that they like have nests or anything? Ah, uh, nests? Nah, not really. I can't think of any. I mean, but the, yeah, this, I mean, I can show you some places, but like. You know, when we find them, we shoo them out. And then they get in the pipes and everything. It's mainly what it is, is they get in the pipes from time to time. The small ones that we can't chase them into. We call people out, you know, to kind of clear them. But it's too expensive. And usually you just kind of hose them down. And the water comes up and they kind of flock somewhere else. You're never going to get rid of them entirely. It's just, you know, there's just so many in there. But but yeah, yeah there, there, there's some. We, we, we see, you know, cats for sure. We see cats absolutely um some of them are sweet you know some of them are nice and others are feral you get anywhere close and they'll scratch your eyes out and raccoons huh jeez um maybe i can't i can't say that i can, maybe i don't know off the top of my head i can't say i've seen a raccoon but cats for sure is, yeah is there a cat that's been particularly angry or aggressive with you? Maybe it's got a reputation around oh. here to stay away from it. Oh, yes. There's this freaking tabby. Oh, my God. She is fatter than my Aunt Myrtle. Oh, my goodness. And just as angry. She's got claws that I'm pretty sure they could rake through steel. Uh, and he kind of rolls up his sleeve. See right here? This one time. All I was trying to do... All I was trying to do. Oh, she really got you. Yeah, she got me really good. I had to get stitches for this. Stitches. What the hell is that? Ugh. They try uh. to give you a shot too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the feral, you know. But it's okay. I mean, uh, animal control took her away. You know, they put it somewhere. It's, I don't know. I imagine they put it down. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Attitude like that. Oh. I doubt they're gonna. You know, they're gonna put that in a family home. You know. <laughs> when did When did that happen? When did that happen? Oh, oh, this was, man, well, it wasn't too far after uh, 
after the boy went missing. It was before the close, though. It's like uh, late April, maybe. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was late April. That's what it was. Yeah. This is going to sound weird. Would you mind showing us where it happened? I mean, it's a long shot, but we just want to follow every every thread we can. Uh, yeah, yeah, sh- sure. And he kind of, he's this way, come come on here. And he's like, hey, you know, you look really familiar. You know, have I seen you somewhere before? Just one of those faces. No, 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 I get not, not you. you not, not you, ma'am. You look so familiar. Your face. I swear. Declan is crestfallen right now. <laughs> uh, I, just one you, of those faces, you know? Yeah, I can't, I can't place it. I just, I could have sworn. It was like this morning. I could have sworn. Like, yeah. Anyhow, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyhow, it's over here. And he kind of like waves you over. And it's like this little, cause there's like a bench here. It's, it stinks over here. And you can kind of see some of like, uh, some of the waterfront here and there. And like, there's, there's no, there's like kind of no greenery around in any, any which direction. You can see that there's, there's just all manner of like just bird shit, just like coating the railing here and there. Right down there, you know, if you can see there's that little, Get that little little drainage pipe right there. Nothing's coming out right now. But uh, anyhow, it used to come up from there. And then it would come. And then sometimes people who were sitting on the bench, they'd kind of feed it or whatever. And uh, yeah, it was right around here. So. Thank you. Uh, if you don't mind, we're just going to poke around a little bit. Maybe take some pictures or something. Uh, Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, But and he kind of looks down. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to clear. You, you don't have that much time. Hey, you know. We won't be more than five or ten minutes. Sure, 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 sure. No Are you sure? You're like you're not on, like on TV or something? Oh, definitely not on TV. That's An actress <laughs> that's, or something that's, like that. She's not good with people. I doubt she would be. Uh that's very nice of you to to say. But I, I, no, no, that's not a. Not a not a skill I have. That whole acting thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, maybe you just got one of the faces. I, I definitely have. I've been told. I've definitely got got one of those faces. But you've been very uh, helpful this morning. It's a very very nice view. Yeah. 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 No. No problem. Morning. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. Wait, wait, oh my god! It's almost like three o'clock in the afternoon. What are you talking about? You're probably almost done with your shift. Thanks for showing us around, man. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, double time on the weekend. It's fine. All right. Well, I'll see y'all. Any kind of... Yeah, thank you so much. You've been great. And yeah, you guys have a little bit of time. Is there something in particular you're looking for? Uh, First, I I would want to ask Maggie if she has a phone that connects to the internet. (laughs) That's That tends to be what they do these days. Smartphones have only been around for like four years, so I didn't know if you got one yet. Yeah, kind of important for, you know, work things. Yeah. Um, uh, why do you ask? You might want to check uh, like Brooklyn uh, News. Y- you might be wanted. Um, um, just just double check to be safe. Uh, and so Maggie will pull out her phone and look for... Um, yeah, you uh, you find that there are some some sort of news articles up with a sketch of you, some grainy footage, something about 
a man getting hit by a car while chasing uh, while chasing some kind of um, vandal. Uh, and then, apparently, a nearby construction site being broken into. Uh, there is uncertainty as to what the motivation might be, but most people assume it had to do with stealing copper and trying to get drug money or something like that. And you see, it's not a great sketch of you, but you can certainly see your features. Hmm. Well. You should get that taken care of. You might want to lawyer up. Yeah. Need to, uh, hmm, this is just great. And anyways, uh, just get some for later. Focus. Yeah. On the work here, you know, no sense uh, dealing with things we can't control. All right. Snapping pictures and looking around and, you know. Yes. Hmm. Uh, on her way back from the airport, Lisa's sure. going to be casually, like, checking out news articles. Yeah, you're on the, you're s- on the, the, the train, so you're probably got yeah. something to do. Yeah, yeah. She's going to, she's going to pop off and, cause she recognizes that she needs to get some wigs and such for her <laughs> other members of this. She's going to try and find something for Declan so he's not as obvious okay. to be Declan and something sure. for Maggie. Glasses Lisa, with the mustache. Lisa, you you see a sketch very clearly uh, of Maggie uh, as you're just sort of like just numbly going through and then you kind of find some. Just, yeah, yeah. You can just go to some random place. Um, yeah. Lisa... Uh, I doubt this is too extravagant that we need to do any kind of roll or anything like that. So this one's this one's simple enough. Sure. Yeah, she's no gonna problem. get Declan like some sort of like long wig. Uh okay. <laughs> this very beachy blonde. Okay. And then um she'll what color hair does does Maggie have? Dyed blonde. Okay, yeah. So she's gonna get you something Just very like dark Melissa. brunette. Uh couple wig caps. So you can easily hide your blonde hair, etc. Okay. Okay. Get some Hobbit curls going. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So Lisa, you're taking care of some shopping, getting some some equipment in the afternoon. Uh, we'll still say that you guys got a couple more. You got a little bit more time before Luca would probably get wrapped back up into this. So, like, what were you doing at that at the sort of the dock area, the piers? I know there wouldn't be a lot of clues, but I would just look for you know any threads of clothing or anything like that uh yeah go ahead and i'll let you i mean the role for um forensics maybe yeah um i'll take a forensics i'll take a search at minus 20 uh it's really <laughs> not much there but i'll take a search at minus 20 uh or you could just I've got a zero forensics. in forensics so okay. i'll i'll take the minus 20 okay can I do a forensics and see if we get different things? Absolutely. <laughs> forensics at 30. So, you know, okay. we'll see. I'm going to take Go an it. audience to try to make that to a little bit higher, but I'm not. I needed a 21. <laughs> I got a 69, which normally would be nice, but not right nice. now. Nice. But you, That's still pretty nice. Because I took an audience, I got nice. a 32 under 40 for forensics. Okay. I'll say that you... You look around and at some point maybe you hop down to peer at the um, at the drainage. You don't 
notice any, I mean, there's no physical evidence left. Like the, the cops were here. It's all been swept. It doesn't look like they left anything behind. What I will say is that the size of this drainage pipe is fairly small. And I don't know if Maggie's got any friends with young kids. Like it, while it's possible a child could fit into this, like it would be, it would be fairly difficult for them to sort of travel so far in the in a drainage pipe without kind of scraping and kind of cutting here and there. Like it's just unlikely. Even the young, even this young child, like it doesn't it doesn't quite add up to you that that somehow he like washed out of here. That that just doesn't make any sense considering the size. Okay. And so I'm, I'm guessing given that information that the creature that Maggie saw would not be a creature that would be fitting in this either because the creature was even so bigger. So the, 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 the creature is like about three feet, uh, three feet tall. Um, but like cats, you do know they have it. They can kind of contort themselves and squish them themselves down. So you're not really sure like animals, like the head wasn't as big as like a human head. It had a human face, but it, it wasn't like a giant human head on top of a three foot tall rodent's shoulders. It's just, they definitely looked a little peculiar, but, um, but no one else saw that. Yeah. It's just you, Maggie. Everyone else just saw rodents or a cat or something like that. So. Okay. All right. Declan, the sizes just kind of seem off with this whole, but I mean, it was definitely an animal and I've seen a weird monster animal thing with a human face thing. So like, I think that's pretty clear that there's something animalistic involved with this. It's definitely a shape changer. Or it gets in your head somehow and makes you see what it wants you to see. Well, we're not going to find much here. The only thing I can think of is to go back to the mansion. I would like to talk to the father. Fine, let's do it. Okay, so we'll say you guys go and you visit Devon Elders. Um... Time-wise, we'll say, Luca, I just want to get a sense of what's your plan once you wake up, you feel a little bit more refreshed, you spent the entire day sleeping, clean up a little bit, both your, maybe yourself, maybe the room, whatever it might be. Like, what is Luca up to next? Yeah, I'll update the team on what I heard and get an update from what they found after I left. And then I would try and get to con in contact with Tomas, okay. the construction worker. Okay. And I want to see if I can get a meeting with, I forget what he says. It's either his grandmother or his aunt. That uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want, that's a great question. I don't remember if it's grandmother or his aunt off the top of my head. I'll look it up. I have the notes here. But um, but yeah, yeah, you can give that a try. Um, And then Lisa, after you do your wig shopping, what was your plan after that? Um. Depending on what everyone else is doing, uh, she'll, like in the group chat, she obviously reaches out and advises that she wants to research some things, but the library is closed. Um, 
and she doesn't have clearance to get access to anything else. Um, so if she's able to get away from Aunt Viv and, and Jamie, she'll maybe go to visit um, the interview. But if they're just going just to interview this guy, she'll probably just stay home and see about tomorrow starting fresh. And we could also say that like it within the group chat, Maggie would have shared the picture of the door because they were all of the symbols that were on the back of the door. Oh. Okay. I would have been able to get better pictures in the hotel too since we took it with us. Well, if No, well that I don't know where I would search for that. I don't that's probably not on there. Just remember it's 2011 photos, not yeah. 2023 yeah. photos. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Keep that. Yeah. I pulled up photos from 2011 and I'm like these aren't sense. great. All, I mean, it was awesome Honestly, back then to be able to do it, yeah. but like compared to today, like today's phones are absurdly good. It makes me think I looked better in 2011. I don't think that's possible, Steve. You just keep getting better oh, with age. Uh, okay, so let's start then just to get... Luca, we'll say you get on the... Like, you do have contact information for Tomas Cardoso Gomez. Uh, you know that he... Younger guy, uh, you... You know that your mother, or his mother, excuse me, was the one that he was talking about. Uh, do you go to him? You do actually have his, you, you have his contact information, you have his apartment, you know, you have all that info if, inside the Delta Green. Instead of just randomly showing up, if I can give him a call, instead of showing up out of the blue. Okay. All right. Uh, sure. So we'll say the phone rings. And a woman's voice answers, uh, heavy, sort of Portuguese accent, um, as she tries to sort of greet who's there. Um, what do you say? Hi, this is Tomas. <laughs> can I get a hold of Tomas? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. The answer the phone. <laughs> That's what I meant. With the heavy Portuguese accent. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, it's the Tomas. God damn it. Uh, okay. We'll say Tomas will get a Roll a luck test. We'll see if Tomas is there. Luck test. Yeah. 65? All right. Uh, she's just like, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, he's He's out with friends. Um, who may be I speaking to with? Uh, this is his mother. Uh, oh. And I'm not, I don't want to do like, a, a, oh, sure. but it's just imagine this is all being coming through with like a very, very thick accent here. Um, but she could say like, uh, Rebecca, I'm, I'm, who is, are you one of his friends? Uh, oh, yes, Alexi. He told me a lot about you. Uh, Alec, I don't, does, and Tom, he never mentioned an Alexi. Uh, one of his newer friends. I've recently met him. Do you are you do you work at the construction site? Oh no no, I was a buyer there and I met him by chance and he told me that's you knew about some of the happenings there. Yeah, what what do you mean? I know that he works very hard and he's he's a very hard worker and I know that he's doing he's doing a good job and I know that um I know if he keeps working, he's going to 
he's going to do even better. I know, <laughs> and you can hear her kind of giggle. I know that he might have a crush on one of the other workers there, but he won't talk about it too much. Oh, he spoke a bit more. There's a room there that was strange, and you happen to know about it. A room that is strange? I, I'm i sorry, Alexi, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'll be as direct as possible to explain what he told me. Okay. So he told you that he heard voices in the building when no one was around and one of them spoke to him in Portuguese. And when he told his mother about this, his mother thinks that basically it's haunted with spirits and Uh. that... He need because she is a, a follower of I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but Candomblé, which is like a Brazilian voodoo, and and basically she she gave him some things to do to try to help like clean, cleanse it of spirits or or um, or kind of scare the spirits away that kind of thing. Then I'll go along those lines and say I, I've heard voices there too. They're still there. Oh, they they spoke to my Thomas. They they spoke to him and and I thought maybe it was he that was being haunted, but then he never heard them here and he never heard them anywhere but in the building. Yeah, they are um Exu, she says. Um it's uh, a messenger spirit. They want me to come back. Do they? What do they want? They have answers for me. Well, did you think they were... Um, and she's like struggling for a second for the word. Do you think they were... Bad spirits or good spirits? Didn't feel like they were a threat. Oh. Then are you going to go back? I do plan to, but not before I got some sort of answers. Well, I told him, Thomas, he he said he did not like the their feeling. He said that they made him feel, and the place made him feel bad. So I told him how to, to, to chase them away. You have to make an offering. And so shells, and, and she kind of gets kind of quiet. And you are, you are his friend, right? Oh, I haven't been completely truthful. I, I've only met him once. And you don't work there? No, I never said I did. Are you... You're not trying to get my Thomas in trouble, are you? No, no, of course not. Thomas is perfectly fine. He's a good boy. He works very hard. Of course. You know, he... He's very smart, my boy. He he could have gone to college. It's why he's working. He's, He's getting money. So that he can pay and put himself through college. So, 
So, Alexi, please, please. What? Don't tie this to Thomas. He can't get fired. He can't lose his job. Yes, I will not involve him at all. This is only the voices that I wish to have answered. Well, if, if you just want them to answer, then go talk to them. Easy enough. But if you... If you want them to go away, or at least get them to to leave you alone, I, I, I told Thomas to carry shells and the, the head of a pigeon and a few words and leave it on the sill or an or, 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 or a doorway or a window, something that an exit, something that would lead them out, and then. And then maybe they will go. But it cannot come back to Thomas. I'll make sure it doesn't. Okay. Thank you, Rebecca. You're, you're welcome, Alexi. Tell Thomas I said hi. I will. So, phone hangs up. We'll cut then over to... Are the three of you now going to the... Home of Devon Elders? Uh, no. If okay. I can try and <laughs> research can. online. I know. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with us. You're, we're going to go <laughs> like Guys, three days and not hang out together. I cannot make this any clearer. Well, I'll All go the to make online it research. Is, no, no, no. It's not that. It's just like, you, like there's the real. What, what are you trying to research this time online? Uh, see if I can find any information on like occult sigils because of, um, the pictures that they sent that they found you can find plenty i'll tell you this without even rolling you can find plenty of information about occult symbols there is absolutely nothing that, that corresponds matches. to the to the door thingy that they they showed you the, the okay. hint on the the panel i think i think she would just be um like uh eliminating things that aren't related okay so the the other two of you then are going to this, uh, the home of poor Devon elders, uh, door opens up apartment. Again, you see a distraught man, late twenties, early thirties. You smell booze on him. You can tell that he has a, um, it's late. I would say it's probably evening on a Saturday. Uh, he doesn't look well when the door opens up and it's through a chain and he's kind of looking out at you. He's like, what do you want? Uh, apologies for bothering you. We're private investigators investigating the disappearance of a child. And we were hoping to ask you some questions about your case to possibly see if the two might be linked. I'm trying to say I took someone else's kid now no 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 of course not no we want to know we want to find the person who took your son so you believe in that i didn't take him you don't oh, think of course the evidence speaks for itself there was surveillance footage and everything the evidence the cops said he fell down a sewer basin drowned and then got washed out you got something new? That's what we're hoping to talk to you for. We 
we're trying to break an older case and we were hoping that you might be the key. I, I, I apologize. Key. I know this is a hard time. I Just might anything be you would key. know. So, something that you might have seen or something like that. It, it, it seems that the police have been treating these as separate incidents and we're trying to connect them. What? You think there's someone out there sh- pushing kids down to sewer basins? Is that what this is? Come on. Uh, the, this, there's this, someone this, out there who's been abducting children and there's been several cases recently. They happen every month and right, yours yeah. seems to fit the pattern. Fit the patterns. Serial. You gotta be kidding me. It, it, know, yours I, is actually guys, in the middle. There was one a month before. There was one a month after. I, so it's really kind of the connection between the three possibly. Guys, We're not trying to open old wounds. We're just trying to solve this. We we want to bring justice to whoever did it. fucking private investigators. You just fucking press. going to write your little stories. You're going to put it on your little blogs, whatever the fuck they call them. And you say yeah. what a bad I don't know father what a blog I is. am. How I got to keep I got to keep my eye on my boy more. It's all my fault. That kind of thing. Is that what it is? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There are three parents that are grieving and we're trying to do everything that we can to solve I these promise you anything mysteries. you tell us will never be published ever go ahead and roll a persuasion whichever one of you wants to do it uh, I went ahead and rolled uh, and I rolled a 90 and I needed a 70 there was one lolly, so I got excited, but it was on the wrong die. Okay. He looks at you guys, and he says, you guys are fucking filth. Coming to a grieving father's home, pretending to give him hope. You fucking filth. And he spits out at you and slams the door in your face. Did he spit at me or Maggie? Uh, <laughs> Maggie, of course. <laughs> Sorry, of course. Little victories. Totally It's just, and so, and she is. You know, she until the door closes, she definitely kind of stays composed, um, and then kind of takes a step back. And of course, she, in her bag, she's got tissues. She's. Sure. We should get you some disinfectant. It's easy to get sick that way. I don't know. I mean, he didn't seem very healthy. It's New York. You should get that taken care of. It's fine. It's not a problem. Let's. Okay, okay. I'm just concerned about your well-being. It's all right. We'll move on. Doorstep. Yes, so concerned about my well-being. My well-being of the face that is now all over New York local news for... Yes. Maybe that's why he spit at you instead of me. He probably recognized the face. Well, that didn't go very well, did it? I, I can't blame these parents. We're not giving them answers yet. We're just asking for more of them. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Call animal control on the mansion? Call it a day? 
I'm still curious what we may be able to figure out with the sewers, but let's get everybody together and figure out what we're going to do next. Four minds are better than one. All right, so do you guys all get together? No, yes. that's not the type of game no, we're of course playing. Not. <laughs> of course not. This is the Blade it's Runner weird. crew. We split up as much as we can. Please don't do that. I can't. I can't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't think about it. Honestly, it's kind of dividing along the same lines, too. Really Ashley is. and Long are going separate here. directions, yeah. and <laughs> Melissa and I are. <laughs> and, Derek, and Derek would, you know, one, actually, no, Long would always go off on his own. Yeah, yeah, I usually oh, had Derek. Dante, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was giving hand jobs in the alley again. <laughs> you want to get rid of them spirits. I think of that voice every other alley. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> it's always running through my head. I got to I got to make that like a playable character at some point. That's going to be my teenage <laughs> my teenage Marvel X-Men character. Yes, I would love that. Oh my that. god. My name's James Lipton. Son of a bitch. My power. <laughs> my power is I've already been through puberty three times. I I'm feeling a fourth one coming, but I'm really hoping not. James, that hurts power. my voice. How do you do, how do you do that all the time? It's a curse. It's mine too. Okay. All right. Let's let's <laughs> Focus, guys. Cheese. Stop. New yes. York serious City Pizza Parlor. Serious investigation. <laughs> this is serious. Okay. Speaking. Serious. All right. So we're meeting up. <laughs> At an Olive Garden. <laughs> no, where are we going? Or are you guys they all got meeting unlimited, up? Are you guys- <laughs> unlimited breadsticks, Jeff. <laughs> that clip could go for an Olive Garden. God damn it. <laughs> we're we're going to make, go to we're gonna make Luca on. Dante go to an Olive Garden. Inferno's <laughs> talking about Italian food all the time. We might as well go to Olive Garden. You guys serious? Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it. It's nighttime. Okay. Eight o'clock. I'll say, Lisa, you made it home. Dinner, <laughs> etc. You might be able to leave after dinner. Luca, you had your conversation with Tomas's, uh Mother, Declan, Maggie, you had your failed attempt to, to talk to Devon Elders. And so we'll say schedule start to align, start to clear up, not till after 8 o'clock. This doesn't mean you have to do anything tonight. Literally, like, we go home and we sleep. It's totally fine. But you guys check in with each other at the very least, whether it's in person or whether it's on the phone. Mm-hmm. What what do you guys do? Do we Do we meet up in person or do we just, like, Start fresh in the morning, start fresh on Monday, whatever it might be. What's what's the plan? I think it'd be good to meet in person, but I want to push for that if people have things to do. Yeah, start agreed. In the evening. I should meet up. Meet up. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do you meet up at the same bar that you were at before? Do you just kind of meet no, up no, near no. somebody's there, hotel? Or? I'm over There's here. an Olive Garden on Shore Parkway. Uh, so I, I think <laughs> we'd go closer to Lisa. New York City Pizza Parlor. There's got to be a pizza parlor somewhere. Dollar Slice. There you You go. There you go. That's fine. That's fine. You guys, you guys meet up. This is this music doesn't fit. (laughs) Get some old garden music going. We need some Italian. (laughs) You're here, you're fancy. You guys meet up at a restaurant in New York. We don't have to get too specific with it, but there will be pizza served. You're sitting down. Anyone drinking? No. 
I would have one. Okay. Which might lead to two. I'm a writer. Okay. All right. So you're sitting around. It's past. By the time you guys all have to get together, it's past eight. Uh, it's pretty late, obviously, in the day for some of you who started early. Like, Lisa, you started kind of early. Maggie and Declan kind as well. Luca, you slept all day, so you might have a little bit more energy than the rest of them. Um, what, what do you guys talk about? What do you guys share with each other? What do you guys plan moving forward? I would just like to go through every single detail that I have witnessed uh, and then ask Maggie and Luca what they've witnessed as well in the mansion. Uh, Lisa hasn't been inside the building, I don't think. I have. So be... I, I saw oh, okay. um, a rodent, Everyone though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. She's the you one that's helping scratches in yeah. the prints. Exactly. Yeah. I was looking for the breaker. I think, yeah, yeah so... While we're having this meeting, I imagine Lisa's kind of being the scribe. Declan's, you know, holding up pieces of of information or whatever to kind of like um, get a timeline going, I guess, of everything that we found, um, everything that we've eliminated thus far. Um, we have like a separate list going of the things that we need to look into further. Um, Lisa has her own list that she brought of things that she believes that we need to research in further. Um, sewer lines, um, the occult stuff that um, the home was known for, especially because we have the pictures of those symbols. She brings the list of all the occult stuff that she was able to um, eliminate as uh, not related. Um, and yeah. And yeah, I, I think, you know, we've, it's, it seems pretty clear that, um, None of the parents seemed to be like there wasn't anything obvious in at least the two uh, homes that we were invited into. We didn't see any signs of a cult or anything. They, they, three of them all appeared to be genuinely distressed at the disappearance of their children. They don't seem to be a cult connected in anything that we saw the only strange occurrences we've seen have been at that house the room was strange and the creature you saw something very different than what i saw i saw a black and white cat you saw a rat monster those With are where face as she kind of dips her voice a little bit and those are where the strange things have happened luca saw uh, had trouble with the room there. Yeah. I feel like I that's I the epicenter. Mom. Yeah, everyone's seen something strange there now. And we found those symbols. I don't know what they mean. We'll never find out what they mean, most likely. But that is where the center is. We know the parents, they've all talked about cats or animals or something. There, There's that common thread. The question is, how do we catch it or get rid of it? There's a voice Break there. Break its power, maybe. Spirits, maybe. Yeah, I spoke with Rebecca. Thomas's mom, one of the construction workers. Okay. You also, heard Rebecca's voice there? Not Rebecca's voice, but no. Before I was leaving that night, I heard a voice. And, and you didn't answers. tell us sooner? I told you about it in the message. Just checking if I really oh. did. Yeah. I start scrolling through my library. Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that. Any, what did it say? It has answers for me. So... 
Something is in that house. Possible spirits. Answers what questions what? did you ask? That's who it was. Wouldn't tell me. Well, so they didn't have answers. <laughs> okay. I gotta go back, bro. <laughs> I, did, I think we all agree <laughs> that we do need to go back. You um, know, I, I don't know if any of you noticed this, but um, Lisa, you know. Luca, I don't know if you know. My face, thanks to this one, oh. and she kind of jerks her thumb toward Declan, is now all over local news because he thought it'd be a good idea to break into a car and tell me to go running. So, um, I, look I mean, I ran. I have to own that. That wasn't him. I still but did the running. But oh, So you're more um, popular than Declan now. You know, the okay, last place we went, they did notice me and not him. Which I'm not happy about. I'm though. incognito. It makes sense. I, uh, I'm not... You are not incognito. You are so obvious. Stop wearing a turtleneck, first of all, when you're Can on Can we focus on the case, please? And <laughs> as Lisa's doing this, she pulls out the wigs from like the bottom of her purse. They're like in plastic crinkle bags or whatever. She tosses one to Declan, one to Maggie. Uh, yeah. So Maggie saw your wonderful sketch uh, online. Maybe you should be wearing a wig. Uh, Declan? I know you love being famous and popular, but maybe that's not so great for an investigation with how many people are recognizing you. Are you not even concerned that that one guy is going to tattletale on you? Because when you're there with Maggie oh, and you no, told him off. that you were Luca's sponsor. Oh, I, I don't No, No, I, I, I sent him my books. It's all good. It'll be fine. Um, and <laughs> Can I like look up his books to see if maybe he's got like some bad reviews popping up from this dude? Okay, okay, okay. Let's not <laughs> go that far. I don't think you guys. We're done with the online have, research. I don't think you already time said it. To search through all the bad reviews to see if you can find the guys. Okay, okay. Let's not go down that road. Just I am a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> oh my God. That is like not hard to do. It doesn't mean anything. Does not mean good quality work. But yeah, so but, um, we know. I, I agree. I think come Monday, I think we need to see Luca with your. I mean, you have the actual DEA badge. Do you think you might be able to get some, you know, information from? You want this tying back on me? City planning about. I mean, you have a you have legit investigations that you're doing here. Like you could be looking for sewer system map stuff as. The investigation that you're doing it's not right. a specific request necessarily i can pry but it'll leave a trail it's true maybe we'll check with the library first we also need to um do some reconnaissance on the house because i presume with everything that's already happened the break-ins the incident with whatever you guys did to that room the security is gonna uptick um, if they're not going to have like a security person there, the cameras are going to be improved. Um, so we need to determine when we can get in there and, and how we're going to stop that security system. That takes time though. They're not going to have it overnight. Uh, just, just want to throw this out there. Hmm. A lot of times this magic is tied to a specific place and destroying that place gets rid of the magic there's no one living there if we set fire to the building there's a good chance we could solve this but 
uh, you said that there was new construction over top of it. So who's to say that it's not just the building? What if it's the land? Which, if the sewer connection is there, it might be more under than the building itself. We never found an entrance to the sewer nearby, though. That's the, the problem that gets me. We didn't look at enough sewer maps, but still. So it sounds it might have like just go ahead. It just sounds like we do have some stuff we need to research and then we'll make a final decision from there. But it could the just be that we... the sewers were just a highway for it. Could be. And that is part of my assumption is just where where do they go and what might that be? Something else we could try to do is, I mean, a, a lot of the people that work for this place have family with some unsavory history. So we could also go the blackmail route if we need to try to get access here again. Well, whatever they're doing, I'm planning on heading there tomorrow evening. Listen to these voices. I have to have this wrapped up by Sunday. I've got an NPR interview on Monday morning. Oh, well, we're going to do stuff Monday night, so that's fine. Today's Saturday, right? Yeah. Yes, it's Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure For, the... The libraries the, the, don't open until Monday morning. I was double checking that. That is mostly true. Um, there are... I think the New York Public Library does have Sunday hours, it looks like. But oh, okay. Most do not. Perhaps a stakeout tonight? Luca, no. do you? No. <laughs> I, I slept all day. I don't mind. He's got experience with a stakeout and he's DEA, so he's got the badge for the cover. I'll stay up with you. No one's ever told me that before. I'm not. That's kind of. Why would they? Are you, uh, are you good? It's, it's always a solo stakeout. Oh, I mean, it oh, is more okay. efficient that way when yeah. you know you're paid on a stakeout. But you're not entering this evening, correct? If no, there's no movements, I might. No, no, no. We, we'll we'll just watch. We'll just watch. And I give Luca a wink. God. Okay, well, I'm going to the New York Library tomorrow morning. Uh, if any would, would like to go with me, I think we do need research first before we enter. 1 to 5 p.m. are the hours. Perfect. <laughs> one to, I will be there at 1 p.m. They are now. The I don't dot. know what they were in 2011. We'll sit at the same. Text me if anything to the information you get, it's just totally unhelpful. Yeah. <laughs> All this just to go to the library and then you get it. Fail the roll. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's probably okay. what my luck's going to be. Mackie and Lisa are returning to their homes. Luca and Declan are going to stake out the condominiums again. Okay. Luca, Declan. Okay, so Maggie and Lisa, you leave. No problem. Yep. Luca and Declan, you go back to the mansion or back to the condominiums 
Do you actually just stay in the car and watch the whole time? For a couple hours till we get bored. Yes, Luca. Luca, you just stay in the. A lot of starting voices here that lure me in, but yeah, I'll just stay here. Okay. You uh, you stand or you stay in the car. Several hours pass. No. Would we be able to? Sorry, would we be able to do shifts so that like someone can sleep a little bit while the other one's watching? If that's what you like, yeah. Okay, Luca, what do you think? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Okay, uh, somewhere around three o'clock in the morning, Declan is curled up like a little little baby cat in the back seat of whoever vehicle you have. Luca, you hear a voice in your head. It says, Luca, I know. I know what you see. She can help. She can make the visions go away. And who exactly is she? There's a delay. They don't think it kind of cagey. Do you want the visions to go away? Yes, they're terrible. Trying to think of, I'm trying, I'm always like, I'm always careful about, I gotta be careful about how I phrase some things. Can you be trusted? Many have trusted me. Do you mean us harm? Don't mean much people harm. So in Luca's mind, does does he mean them harm? Does he whatever this voice is, wherever this might be, whatever, like do you like what what is Luca thinking? And from my conversation with Rebecca, it's possible that they're good spirits, so I'll treat them as such. They're offering help. All right. So you hear in time, not yet. The moon is not right yet. In several days, return and enlightenment will be granted. You will see her. It's a lot of promise. What if it saves me a couple hours sitting there? I'll drive Declan home. Okay. So, we're not going in? Nah, there's nothing happening. (laughs) All right. So, the last thing that the voice says to you before 
before you wake up Declan. Return on the night of the new moon. Bring the gate and we will show you how to enter. Do not tell the others who are with you. They mean us harm. All right. Okay. You wake up, Declan. It's just before sunrise. Do you say anything to him? You said you'd stay up all night. <laughs> we took shifts. You slept first. It was okay. Let's get home. Did you see anything? Any cats? It's too dark. Any more voices? Nothing other than yours. Was I talking in my sleep? Might have mumbled something. Hmm. I don't remember dreaming. Are we not going in? No, we didn't really plan to. Okay. Well, let's go then. You start off the car. And you start driving away as the sun starts coming up on Brooklyn. And we will stop there and pick up there next time. Okay. All right. Uka lied oh, to Declan. Long is going to get us yeah. killed. Oh, boy. I'm Return. all for it. Long's, Long's found the secret cow level. Great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There we go. All right. Ooh. Guys, I'm so excited. We made progress and stuff. It's great. I don't want to get answers, but just more questions. You made did we make progress? We did. did. Yeah. We I did. Did. You guys found, like, the door It's thing. always hard for me to tell in an investigation. It's true. You made you made progress. You didn't. Yeah, I, I think you guys have made progress. I really do think that you guys at times have taken the hard path uh, here and there. Uh, Never. Like uh. I am continuously <laughs> fascinated between last Delta Green and this Delta Green. How absolutely unwilling you guys are to actually role play as law enforcement agents and get access to people and show badges and put pressure on them and give them a reason to answer questions. I'm just, it's, it's amazing to me. It's really fascinating. It's really I fascinating. don't have a badge. No, no, you don't. Someone does. <laughs> Someone does. But it's never with me. You mean like Delta green badges? <laughs> no. Uh, we are special agents with a organization called Delta Green. <laughs> just, just start throwing that out there. It's a piece of yeah. paper. Uh, Ronnie, give us a little plastic badge. <laughs> you guys just have a little green triangle pin everywhere. It's where you go. You get windbreakers and says Delta Green on the back. <laughs> we picked them up at the dollar store. I'm sure that'll go. Well. I'm sure that'll go over absolutely. Spirit brilliant. Halloween. Everyone's like, are you sure it's not Illuminati that you guys Uh, That reminds me. Ashley, where the fuck is your Delta Green shirt? What the hell? Oh, in the laundry. You've had two weeks to wash that. That tells you how good I've been about laundry. No, I wore it yesterday. And then when I went to go to bed, I was like, oh, I fucked up. (laughs) Sometimes I forget which shirts are for like RP and which... 
games. Yeah, like oh crap. Yeah. Occasionally I have to watch the last VOD to to remember what I was wearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you just show up in here. I had the brief moment just of show panic. Up in your uh in, what's it called? In your silent freaking bob outfit for tilt degree. <laughs> Whoops, that's not right. I'm doing a different one every arc, so you know it might hit rotation. Who knows? Who knows? Uh all right, let's uh let's do some close up Get on out of here tomorrow. Uh what are we doing? Uh one ring. One ring. We are nearing the end. We are likely three or fewer episodes away. Not just likely, we are three or fewer episodes away yeah. from the end. Uh, and is uh, we ended on a very dangerous, uh, dangerous moment. In fact, as they have never been closer to the fortress of Karndoom, we will see exactly what happens inside of this tower that they have. Um, they returned to. It's a pattern, guys. By the way, it's a pattern. I've noticed you did this both in Delta Green, where you guys went to this freaking mansion, condominium stuff, left, and then returned the same night. One ring. You go to this tower, get your asses kicked, leave. <laughs> And you're like, let's return the same night. Hmm. It has been my idea both times. So that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so I did say so that's a terrible idea. Fair enough. I, I uh, like to I like to explore. What what's yeah. wrong with that? No, nothing. I at think all. I think one ring it made more strategic sense, I think. Probably. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate that. We're out of the session, so we can agree with each other. <laughs> it's okay now. Three of the wolves or something. You're still radically outnumbered. But it makes and now we're trapped sense. inside. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, okay, next. What else after that? Monday, we've got Monster of the Week, where we are starting up our first actual scenario. We did our Session Zero a couple weeks ago, and so we got our first uh, first scenario, so come check that out. Uh, very excited to give that uh, give that uh, a start. Family Splatters, late 1980s, early 1990s. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun monster hunting away. Uh, Tuesday, Stephen, what do we got? Tuesday, we are playing Marvel Multiverse RPG. It's a brand new Marvel uh, game, and we're playing X-Men. We'll uh, be moving into our custom characters on Tuesday. So we'll we'll get to see what character uh, Jeff has created, what characters Melissa's... What characters have you created? Oh, that's my, right. Uh, we're, we're still my waiting. James <laughs> Lipton. Uh, my superpower. I give really good handies. There you go. Only in way. But yes, uh, two characters of the four have been created, so we're all good. Find out what characters Jeff and I made. <laughs> I've, uh, I have, I have my concept. I just have to. Yeah, yeah. That's all I you need. One of us way. has a concept. Together. <laughs> I, I give you trouble, but it's all good. It, it's been a busy month. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, uh, Threat Cat. I, we're, I think we're playing younger, like younger if you want to play an old lady that just graduated high school i'm okay with it (laughs) (laughs) it's never too late to go back and get you get your degree oh geez this gotta go away she's old lady wolverine um (laughs) then thursday next week we've got werewolf the apocalypse uh as we last night started our our chronicle in full uh Spoiler alert, we got right up into it, right up into it, as uh, I nearly, uh, I nearly, I nearly killed Jeremy, like right off the bat, I bit his ass off again, like it's just, <laughs> it's amazing how frequently this happens. 
Uh, but uh, but he is okay. And uh, but we left off, uh, and, and things are things are in a little bit of trouble. And then next Friday we are back to Conan, which I believe is actually going to be the finale of Conan Hyborian Tales, at the very least season. Finale. We might obviously come back to Conan uh, in the future, but in our current arc. We are we are finishing up and we're going to be doing something a little bit different towards the end of October. So if you like Conan, come hang out with us on Friday. Anonymous sub gifter, whoever that was. Thank you so much. That's very, so very kind of you. Uh, we really, really do appreciate it. So very generous. Uh, and anyone who gave out bits or subs in Lost Caravan RPG, thank you for the raid as well. Uh, sometimes I don't. I don't break the the mold. Like, you know, I'm not break the mold. I don't kind of break what we're doing. Uh, but I really, really do appreciate it. Um, I guess let's do some raiding. We got defenders are up, so let's go ahead and give them a raid as they're playing some Envia, uh, the the game that our, our pal Joe is uh, is developing. Uh, so go ahead and follow that raid. If you haven't yet followed the channel, we're really, really close to a thousand. This is pretty much how I measure my worth as a human being. So if you could just give us a couple extra follows, if you haven't followed the Twitch channel yet to get me to a thousand, uh, Melissa can maybe stop looking at me with such disdain and disappointment in life, questioning why she made the decision she did to marry me so many years ago. So that would be great. If you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, go look for Adventures in Lollygag, and we got all sorts of wonderful games over there, including uh, some of the other games we haven't mentioned recently that we've started up, things like Fragged Empire. Really excited about that. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's another one that uh, that is new. And, uh, and some one-shots as well that we've been playing over the past month or so. Other than that, have a great night. Follow the rate. Let's go, uh, let's go ask, uh, ask Joe and Chuck about their feet or something. So, good night, everybody. <laughs> See ya. In, in alleyways. Bye. Bye. Give them handies in the alley. <laughs>